but it's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> It's the Ben's Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Help you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are gonna sip it Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Don't walk away, boy, don't walk away my straws won't hurt you. No, whoa. I don't. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of SYM. It is I, Kalechi. I told you don't call me that. My name is Kalechi, and this is um, SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mum and guess who's back again this week it's me guys <laughs> you wanted me back and I was quite I was quite nervous you know when I did it the first time you know like it was my first podcast I wasn't apparently the the mic I wasn't too close to the mic I think you were before no yeah so you know I'm come back I'm bigger I'm better I'm close to the mic this time so hello everyone it's Sadiq again it's Sadiq again that's it so you're getting it you're introducing yourself yeah, yeah. that's it I ordered your mic it just hasn't arrived yet so we're just like sharing a mic and so um, we shall wait patiently yeah maybe this like it becomes a brother sister podcast who knows that would be cool yeah just certain things I don't know if I'd be comfortable discussing in front of me <laughs> so, that's fine you can, you can find a way we could just take it take it smaller yeah um yeah man i think like so much has happened this week big up all of yourselves that have been going to the black lives matter protests and doing what you're doing um i support you uh we're going to talk later about the way that the police and horses have been moving (laughs) (laughs) the way that police and horses have been moving in this situation we will definitely discuss it but yeah you know but um (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for, you know, being out there and letting people know that we d- we won't stand for all of this higgy um any longer. But there's so much, so, so much to discuss. I think, though, that what we'll do is start with the tarot and then we'll delve into other bits because, yeah, we're going to have to talk about that fundraiser situation as well. But, yeah, we'll just we'll start with the tarot and, and go from there. So like last week, I'm so glad that all of you loved the setup for last week with the three piles. So I've done the same thing again. So before I um, roll uh, flip them over, because I haven't looked at them, I'm going to look at them and talk about them the moment, you know, um, we get started. So I've picked pile one, pile two and pile three. So I just need you to take a moment right now. Center yourself, take deep breaths and really just think to yourself, you want the message to come through for you that serves your highest good Yeah, in this situation, right? So pile one, pile two or pile three. Okay, pile one, I pick the situation and the... Um, and the advice. So the situation right now, we've got the three of cups. Three of cups is interesting to me because whenever I see three of cups, I mean, I need to usually see it with other things. Um, 
But Three of Cups, I think of celebration. I do, but intuitively, sometimes I also think of um, extra marital affairs or situations. I think about that as well. That comes to my mind. So um, if I read it one way, I can read it in terms of, yes, a celebration or yes, a coming together maybe of people um, for, a, for an actual cause is one way to read it. It's positive because the cards are upright. So I'm reading this one um, upright. So I'm seeing or I'm feeling, you know, that it's about a collective of people together. Um, but my instinct is that it does. Mm, I'm going to go with my instinct on this one and just listen to what I'm, my, I'm being told in spirit. This feels like an affair. That's, I'm just going to say it really. It feels like an affair. Three of Cups, it feels like an affair and someone's been having good times, good times. And then the card that comes out with that, um, the advice is judgment. Literally judgment, the major arcana card that what you're doing in your day to day. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, all right, cool. But you are being asked now to step into your truth, like stop doing things in the darkness that you do not want to come in the light. Our integrity is only measured by the things we do when nobody's watching. It's easy for all of us to perform. And we've been seeing a lot of performance, you know, during this time, everyone's been performative doing the most. But it's the things that you're doing behind the scenes that matters. And this is why, isn't it the reason that we're dragging a lot of these companies? You man move mad to the people that work in your offices and all of that. You move mad 365.25 days of the year, yeah? But then you now want to come online and talk about hashtag Black Lives Matter. What do you mean? They weren't mattering before, but now you want to come and say Black Lives Matter. So it's those kind of things. That's the kind of vibe that I get from it. Like you're saying one thing outside, presenting yourself to be a particular uh, kind of person outside. But the things, the relationships that you're having with people, how you're moving within your inner circles, even if it's not, um, you know, like an intimate relationship or romantic relationship, how you're moving in your immediate circles isn't looking right in the light. So... Judgment is asking of you that you know in your soul that you are made of a divine light. Don't let the way that this world moves or the things that have happened in your life make you move mad. Find your light and keep your face always towards your light. Dead the things that that lower your vibration. Dead the things that do not serve you. Even if no one's caught you, even if no one can prove that you're the one that did that thing, Omar, God sees everything. Stop it. That's the that's for part one. Part two, the situation, the advice. The situation is the nine of coins. <laughs> the situation is the nine of coins in reverse. And the advice is four of cups. Interesting. I'm saying it's interesting because I picked Paul too. I picked Paul too. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at you. Like, <laughs> so Paul two nine of coins in reverse. Um, nine of coins is somebody that is in their bag. Somebody that is that they have the potential for greatness. Like they have the potential for greatness, but right now they're sulking, and so they're failing to stay on job. Yeah, they're sulking and literally moving away, moving away the offers of love that people are bringing their way. They're moving it away because they're sulking about something. Drag the fuck out of me. Why don't you? 
it there's no way that anybody can undo what God has said is your own destiny. God, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. God has said that you have been joined together with divine greatness. Yeah. Whether that we're not even talking about material wealth, fuck that. We're talking about spiritual abundance. We're talking about you're not going to come to another lifetime and just know only suffering and no loss and only no hurt and only no grieving. Like this is the lifetime where you are going to do great things and you are doing great things. This is why things are being brought to you. Don't shun people. Don't push people away because you know, you feel some type of way or deep down, you don't even think that you're deserving of it. So you're happy to listen when other people tell you you're not deserving of it. You want to, you want to take that in more than the fact that you know, you know, in yourself that you are deserving, you know what you have done, you know, the sacrifices that you have made that have helped you build the things that you have and the, and the work that you've put in, whether it's family life, whether it's whatever, you know, how much word and hard work you've put in to be in your current position. I'm thinking more, we're looking at, more like lifestyle, more like that kind of overall situation, but it could apply to anything. You know, the work that you've put in to get yourself this far. Do not lose potential opportunities that are coming your way because you're so focused, so focused on other people's perceptions of you because the nine of coins in reverse is other people's perception of you. They want you to lack. They want you to not have good things. They want you to keep turning things down. They want you to be a martyr. They want you to die for things that they would not die for. Make the radical choice to live your life. Make the radical choice that, no, I, I, I invite prosperity. I invite love into my world. I invite abundance into my life and I invite peace into my life. Let peace always know that it's okay to come to you. Let peace know that it can always reside with you. Stop pushing things away. Stop pushing people away that want to help. That is one of my biggest things. Like I always go into my shell. Whenever something happens, I just retreat and I'm like, fuck all of you lot. And I retreat. Whether and it even happens in relationships. I'm always looking for someone to prove to me that, ah, see, you, you never thought I was good enough all along. You never, so it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You never thought I was good enough. Now I have an excuse to run away. It might be my moon in Scorpio. So like my moon is in Scorpio, my Venus is in Scorpio. So the way that I operate is, you know, from a kind of death, and rejuvenation type of energy. Um, that's where I kind of reside. I, I, I reside in the shadows. I very much do a lot of shadow work. You, because of what's happening with this pandemic, some of you are only meeting me in the discussions that I think about regarding death and life. So it's only now being brought to the mainstream consciousness that we all have to consider death and life, but I've been here. But what that means is that when you dwell in that place, often, when people try to bring you out and bring you out into the light, you kind of push them away because you're just like, no, 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 I'm comfortable um, mulling over the dark, intense things in life. You too are allowed to feel joy. That is also your birthright. It's not the birthright of just everybody else apart from you. Why would God do you like that? Why would God say that? Oh, you know what? All of these divine beings can be happy, but you, fuck you. You can't be happy. That's not how it works. To stop pushing away opportunities for happiness. Stop pushing away other people's, um, um, you know, uh, invitations to support you. It's okay to be supported. Even if before all you've known is people not supporting you and you're scared that if you let people in and they support you, what would they want for it? Or, 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 or what if they disappoint me? People disappoint people every day, B. 
and and they get over it. So if God wants to do something in your life, can you just can you just let God? Can you just move the fuck out of the way? So that's. There's <laughs> <laughs> <was> a read. <laughs> One. <laughs> How did you feel about that? that? Was your one? Yeah, that was necessary information. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was necessary. How does it feel when you hear these cards and you're like, um, okay? Yeah, it's just weird. It's just like, are you talking about me? Like, it just feels so. It feels very personal, of course. But I, I feel like at the same time, it's like you know how you know what these cards tell you you already know yes so it's just it's just nice that it reaffirms that and you think to yourself, yeah okay I'm, I'm, this is what i need to do yeah i'm glad because i always say that like that's actually the the etymological root of um the word recognize to 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 remember to re-know so it's always there because it's always there there's nothing new under the sun nobody's teaching you what you don't already know you know you're just being certain people have been put on your path to remind you we all go through an amnesia when we enter into the physical body, but our spirit has always known the truth. And that's why even when mad things are happening externally, sometimes do you ever find that, that your soul's weirdly at peace? Like, you know, everything's mad. You know, you should be vexed. And part of you is a bit vexed, but you ultimately deep it that actually it is well with my soul. That's literally what it means. Your soul, your spirit doesn't actually get f- flustered by any of the things that are happening around you. That's your ego that gets flustered. Your soul always knows that the soul always knows the truth. So that's why that's the why the voice is so quiet, because the soul doesn't need to shout. Spirit doesn't need to shout. Spirit knows the beginning and knows the end because spirit remains part of source. Imagine some, I went for a run the other day um, and I was by the river and I was just staring at the river for ages. And I thought to myself, imagine if one drop of the water in this river thought, oh my God, oh my God, it's all about me. It's all about me. That's life. We're just one drop in this massive body of water, all heading to the same direction. But we are so concerned about our our individual droplet. Our individual droplet matters, but it's only strong when it's part of the body of water. And where you find madness is when people want to pull themselves out of the body of water and say, no, I, I am the most important droplet. No, you're not. All of us, all of us are equally as important in that body of water. And that's why it's all, so important that we all know the direction that we're going. So part three, the um, situation, the advice. Okay. Interesting. So the situation is ace of coins in reverse. An opportunity um, seems like it didn't come your way. You know, so you're kind of upset. You're upset because an opportunity that seemed very, very close, like it was about to be yours, um, maybe got given to somebody else. And so you're thinking, is this even the right path for me? Why is it that every time I'm meant to get something, it doesn't quite go through? But you need to understand that everything that nothing in this life that is yours will ever pass you by. It's impossible. It's impossible. What is yours will always find you, even no matter how good, how perfect that thing looks like. Oh, no, that's me. That's me. That's me. No, it it was close, but it's not because what is divinely ordered that is your own. And as long as you stay in alignment with your path, 
those things will find you and you will know when they find you because of how it will feel to you, to your, to your soul. You will, you'll feel it. No matter how perfect some things look, let it go. If it goes to somebody else, celebrate the fact that it's gone to somebody else because you never know what you're being saved from by the opportunities that you don't get. That's what's important. And your advice is eight of cups in reverse. Don't run. This is the path for you. Don't run. Why are you running? (laughs) (laughs) Don't run. There's going to be a time that you're going to need to move on from um, the, the work that you've done in this particular field. Yeah. But this isn't the time to move on from that work. No matter what is happening, no matter how much you feel like, yeah, well, the opportunities just aren't coming my way. All it takes is one opportunity, you know, never fucking forget that. All it takes is one opportunity. Can these fucking helicopters get out of my face? Yeah. Um, All it takes is one opportunity and your life is just, everything's changed. Everything's changed. Think of all those actors who say, oh, I went to like 15 billion auditions and then I, and I was broken. I was, you know, I was houseless. I was experiencing homelessness, all of that. And then I went to one audition and then boom, you're part of a franchise. You're, you know, you're doing big things and then you have your own production company and then you're doing, all it takes is one and your own one is just around the corner. Hold on. Do not back out now because you know, you feel like, oh, I lost this one too. No matter how big this one looked, your own will be bigger. Watch, watch. Hold on, hold on. Hold on to your love. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's it. That's that's the advice for, um, for the tarot this week. I hope it resonates with you. Let me know how you got on with three pile formation. Um, I don't know what Leona Nicole Black is actually doing at the moment. And I have to go and look on her page, but do support because um, Leona's got um, a membership package that you can have where you could be part of, um, you know, private groups where they do tarot therapy. So that's um, available. So if you ever want like a reading or something, I, I honestly don't know if Leona's opening up spots to do readings or anything like that, but do check leonanicoleblack.com. I'll put the link in the captions because Leona will hook you up. Like I do this and I enjoy it and I love it. But if you want to go to a real G, you need to holler at uh, Leona Nicole Black. Yeah. I've done a reading with um, Leona before she, it was the truth. She was, <laughs> I was actually scared. She did me a, a, a voice note. Yeah, by email, and it was just it was scary the amount of things she was coming out with, and I was like, yeah, no, that's that's what I need. So yeah, big up Leona, everyone. Yeah, yeah, move this way because we don't want the repeat of last week. Oh yeah, is that better? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, Leona, Leona is a real one. She's. I think that was the one I mentioned it on the show. Like that was the one I got you for your birthday. Yeah. Must yeah. Be, yeah, must have been yeah. Yeah, it's weird how she does it. Like, you send her a question, and then. She comes back and she starts reading your claw, and you're like, "What? I, I just asked you. Is my hair cute? What is this?" She told you. Literally, quit your job. <laughs> yeah, no, she's good. And she's always like, mm, "I'm just, honestly, I want to. No, I'm gonna just say what spirit said. You know, spirit said uproot your entire life. <laughs> As if it's some small message." 
<laughs> you know, I'm like, what, what? Yeah, spirit wants you to just redo everything all over again. But whatever she advises is never, ever wrong. Like, she is fucking incredible. She's the truth. Yeah, she's incredible at doing this stuff. And that's why I always loud her up and, and celebrate her. Because when someone is is called to do something, when someone has a gift, my God, it shows. So all of you man that are out there, or you, especially all of you new listeners that want to support black people, do what I've been doing. Holler at Leona Nicole Black. Um, I'll put her uh, her link in the captions. I must remember to do that. I'll put a link in the captions and, you know, support her work, uh, take part in the, get a 5.99, I think it is, a membership and take part in the live tarot sessions um, as she does it in real time and see what messages are there for you. But it's also, it's, I just think that it's important to celebrate and, and talk about people like Leona because we need to understand that Things that are happening physically, like all of these things, uh, social upheavals that we're seeing, they also have a spiritual counterpart. Whatever, As above, so it is below. Whatever is happening now that we're seeing in the physical realm has been playing out in the spiritual realm. And why we need people like Leona, healers, people that can um, um, kind of explain messages is because they see what's happening in, energetically. And then that allows us to know what we are doing. We need people like that. Otherwise, if we're so um, focused um, on what's happening in the physical realm, we will keep repeating this pattern. We'll keep repeating this generational trauma and and fail to see the way out, you know? So um, yeah, I just wanted to say that in case you, man, were looking for some spiritual guidance. Um, yeah, so let's get into things then. I guess the first thing we need to address is the fundraising elephant in the room. Oh. Gosh, mm. worst. Wow, it just really goes to show people's real intentions. And I think just to start with that, because I know you, you're already going to go into it, but just to start with that, the fact that yeah. people can follow you, and I want to you know make this a message: you you're following someone yeah. on every platform, and mm. you're pretty much waiting for their downfall. I think that scares yeah. me the most. And it is what's also scary is that you're not able to identify these people when they when they're doing it. Yeah, they're just all there. And I just think that's just, it's, 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 it's so disappointing when you think about what's going on now in the world and you think about what people are talking about. This is what people are choosing to make a fuss about. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think that that's um, ultimately um, what it is. A lot of, a lot of, um, there's a lot of miscommunication out there, misinterpretation of everything that's happening. And that's what is really blowing my mind. Like, People are coming and, you know, sending emails and saying, oh, you know, well, I thought that this would have been done in good faith. And 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 I'm just I'm really surprised that you would do this and you're trying to defraud the community. I'm like. What? What? I was out here literally minding my business. Doing what I've been doing, I've been consistent, I've been doing all of these things Um, nobody's been paying me for a lot of these things. I've just been doing it. And then somebody's come to me and said, oh, you know, I'd love to, with everything that's happening right now, people making lists and telling people who to go and support and things like that. I just also want to make sure that people like you are seen and other people are seen for the work that they have been doing consistently. So, you know, I want to honor you in that way. And I've always said on this podcast, like a best, a blessing isn't a blessing unless it's shared. So, all right, not just me. Can we consider other people who've been doing work as well that people rarely see? We can also amplify their voices. We put together um, 
you know, I, I brought my friend Rihanna in and we put together things and we're like, oh yeah, you know, these are people that we know that we think are doing um, good things. And we made our suggestions, made our suggestions. It was like, yeah, the, you know, these people, we, we love what they do. Done. So put, and to make sure that there was no conflation because words are important. We were like, no, these, this is the wording that should be used. It has to be specific. Like wording is so important. Do not move wording around. Do not do anything like this is the wording that is important. And that's what we went forward with. Only for then things started changing. Um, you know, people were getting backlash. So names were removed then before we were consulted. But I'm, I'm sure by this point, Scarlett's already explained all of those things. So we were just looking at it like, rah, this is being totally misconstrued. But the issue I have is the fact that the same people over and over again who have a problem, a personal problem with me, are the ones that have run along with like just run with this whole narrative like and the march yeah and i'm just like what what is this it was only ever meant to be like um a little um crowd fund to to show gratitude to the people who have also been doing work while we're while we're doing all of these names and lists like other people will be benefiting this is what you're failing to understand as you are all being promoted with your um networks and everything you're going to get remuneration in some way because people are um, promoting your products right that you have your pages where you 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 monetize and you do all of that that that's all being done there are some people that don't have that and so it was just striking that balance. So even if you think someone's visible, there are people who are visible that aren't necessarily getting much out of that visibility. But they're the ones that people will always holler at and be like, oh, you know, this happened, this has happened. When are you going to speak on it? So that's what I think I've always said is interesting. I am inundated with people going, oh, you know, when are you going to speak about this thing? But then the moment that there's any sort of um, recognition coming my way And if somebody wants to gift me Finances for that It's like how dare you Oh so I should just continue I should just do everything forever And martyr myself and not get anything I'm not even doing it to get anything But you get what I mean Like if someone wants to support me Who am I to kind of be like No go away Leave me alone I, I don't get it man Of course I think it's weird I actually think it's weird I think my problem is the fact That they try to make this out Well a few people anyways Try to make this out like it was some like the, the Watergate scandal. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, you're you're defrauding the black community. Let's let's just pace it back because I think we were probably skipping a few a few points. Scarlett wanted the fund, what was the aim? The target, 25,000 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, yeah. if you if you created a list of 25 people, my math isn't that great, yeah. but it means that yeah. everyone's gonna get about a thousand pounds. Yes. A thousand pounds each. So I think it's even more insulting when you think about the maths, right? That this is what, like, literally they thought you would sell out your own community for a grand. For a grand. When I've walked away from more money, like I've walked away from a disgusting amount of money because I still didn't think that that's not, for me, that's not, right. that's not, that's not enough to, to, for the work that I'm going to give you. I'm not doing that. Right. And on the, on the topic of the money, another issue that I have is that it seems as though these people are a bit confused. Like, are you upset that, it made the amount that it did or are you upset about what about the fact that it, or it just exists in general I, but because... this is, ugh, there are so many fund uh raises happening right now and a lot of them well deserved like people are doing what they're doing you know people have their fundraisers going and it doesn't seem like anyone's scrutinizing what these people are doing no. or asking them no. to be accountable for where it's going because you don't mind those people you like those people they should do that and most importantly you trust Yes. Those people. And yes. That's where we're going to because it's that. Like they saw those names. They saw your name and instantly. And I'm saying 
when I'm when I'm talking about these people, there's particular people we're directing this to. There's, yeah. I'm not talking about like the whole of Twitter because the whole of Twitter knows you. They know the work that you've been putting through. But there's particular there's a group of people who try to use this yeah. as a way to try and drag you down, and it's just like, yeah, it's crazy because it's like. And just like I said at the beginning, you lot follow me. Like, you follow me on every single platform. Yes. And something like this happens and you don't even want to give... You don't, you don't even want to give someone the benefit of the doubt. You don't want to reach out privately and say, hey, what's this about? Instead, you want to make a big deal of it. And then this is what I'm trying to say. I feel like, you know, when you when you used to speak to me about these things and you'd say to me, you know, like, you know, these people, you know, don't trust you or they don't respect you or they yeah. say all of these things about you, I'd wonder, I'd be like, oh, gosh, all of the all of these people on you. But no, you. I'm actually seeing it now. Like, yeah. the people, like, these, a lot of these black women that are close to you in terms of proximity just don't really want to see you flourish. And and and, I've, and I find that weird. weird. But when I call it misogynoir, it's like, no, you can't be using those terms just because people don't agree with you. No, it actually is because other black women are doing things and you're not, you're not on their neck yes. like this. You're not on their case like this. You're saving all of this energy for me. Why? It's Let's so really, really, it's so personal. Like at this point, it's targeted harassment and you're using your workplace to come for me with it. And all of you using your titles, just say that you want to create a black middle class and you don't think that I... Um, should tarnish what you're trying to create right. because that's what all of you are doing. Like the fact that I'm here being loud, doing my thing, it's not fitting with what you want. And that's okay. We're not a monolith. You can be over there doing respectability politics and I can be very well over here doing what I'm doing and we can we can move in the same direction together. That's fine. But the I just, it's so disheartening that I can't think of how many episodes I've had to make of this podcast where I'm like, yet again, this has happened. And I have to be real, like, if something happened to me, God forbid, these same people will now try to flip it and turn it around like, oh, no, I've always supported her. I'm now realizing just how much she's done and how much right. impact. You literally want me to die before I can get any recognition for what I've done? Why? Why is that? I mean, it's funny how um, this one person you know, throughout the whole thing, they said they, they started backtracking. They were like, oh, I'm realizing now that, yes. um, you know, people are using this as a way to get out their personal vendettas and blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, shut the... Shut the fuck oh, up. I swear, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, shut the fuck <laughs> up, sorry. Yeah, like, seriously. And I just think to myself, like, that it was always personal. It and was and, always and how personal. you didn't see it is a lie. You're right. a liar. You're a liar. You're just noting now that it's looking bad on your brand. And this is it. This is what I said in a few episodes ago. Like, there is no sisterhood as far as I'm concerned in the UK when it's these spaces. People are operating from a space of lack, a pace of scarcity. So they they don't want to feel like anyone is in some way encroaching on where they've ma- what they've managed to kind of construct as an identity and as a characteristic and as a personality trait that, oh, I'm the black girl in the, in the UK that does this. I've never been that for you. You do what you're doing over there and I'll do what I'm doing over here. But it's just laughable that it's, it's clearly gaslighting because you all know my platform yes. when it's time to promote your products, whether it's your books, whether it's whatever. You Kalechi, all know. Can you retweet this for me? Kalechi, can you retweet this yes. for me? Everyone's DMing me. Kalechi, can you retweet this? Can you retweet this? Can you amplify this? Oh, can you talk about my product on your podcast? Can you do this? Can you come to this event? Can you? Because you all see that I have a platform to do these things on and you know that I'm trusted on my platforms to promote these things. Exactly. Otherwise, you would not be affiliated with me, but you're the very same people that they want to run online, fam. Run online and say, oh, well, you're just questioning it because things started disappearing offline and this was happening and that was happening. As long as you, man, have known me, do you think I'll be chatting bad if I didn't know I could back my chat? Right. 
when you lot were discussing body counts oh. and who pays first on dates oh. and 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 oh is 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 my man cheating on me if if he doesn't do this or doesn't do that I'm thinking like you've always remained consistent in in terms of your message in terms of what you want to say and yeah sometimes you will joke and you will yeah. throw out the jokes there but you've always you've always said if anything I, I was even saying that I feel like you're probably saying less now yeah because you said so much yeah. over the years that it's just you're just going to keep repeating yourself and that's why I've literally I've started tweeting about shows like yeah, a TV yeah, show because it's draining because it's draining and I'm tired yes. and if I'm going to talk about something I'd rather just talk about it on my podcast yes. and have it just here not on Twitter where I'm going to get 15 million other you know uh, opinions and right. people and wanting the people you're looking out for at just come actively coming for you and i just think that's just just it's just a strange feeling and i have i have a real problem sorry if i'm jumping but no, i have no. a real problem with this um with this lady that works for a particular um newspaper yeah the, the online yeah uh, and, you publication know, i think to myself look as a black woman with that sort of job for a reputable yeah uh, publication this is what you've pulled from your heart to, yeah. to, to, to talk about. Do you get what I mean? Like really and truly. And then it, now you don't want to frame my sister as, oh, the, the organizer, the person that was doing this, the person that was doing that. What? What are you talking about? What are you actually talking about? And you will get sued. Yes. You will get sued. So yeah. be very, very, very careful. And this is why I wanted to be here as well today, just to make that message very, very clear for you. Write whatever you want to write, because you can do that. It's, it's, it's your prerogative. Yeah. But be very, make sure that it's accurate. Yes. Because... Even some of the tweets, I think I screenshotted some. No, where it started for me was like, okay, you see people um, having these conversations online and then you want to address it and you want to write a piece about it. All right, cool, you want to do that. But it's when you're messaging me and it doesn't seem like the the questions that you're laying out yeah, are, in, are in good faith. So you've sent um, an email um, here, where is it? I'm just going to have to go because I just had to send it to Junk because I was like, no one's going to come and bother my spirit in this way. Wow. Who's saying, um, dear Kalechi, um, I see that you co-organized this um, thing. All right, cool. You, you can run with that if you want to. Um, uh, it's come under fire for its lack of transparency, which I get that didn't have anything to do with me. I wasn't the one that was going to pull, pull things down. Right. But I understand why um, um, you know Scarlett took it down and she's explained it herself by this point. Um around where the money's going, although it was explained in the breakdown, should it should have just been left there. Uh, we intend to publish a news report about this. I'm aware that a list of some of the 25 recipients was published on the page and then deleted after questions were asked about it. Again, that's the framing. No, it's the fact that people were actively coming at these people and Scarlett made her decision um, in the heat of the moment to be like, oh, you know, I want to protect them. That's for her to explain. Um, I'm in possession of this list. Okay, so you see the list. So you know it's not some kind of influencer wank fest. You know no. that it's good people doing great things that are just being recognised for that thing with a little piece of money. Nobody expected that it was going to be this much. But why do they not deserve it to, right. to, to further the things that they want to do? So she said, um, I understand... Um, some of the recipients opted not to be named. And this is also important because there are people whose um, identities are marginalized in various forms that for their safety, they don't want to be named, but they, they're happy for their work to be recognized and to receive this. So what is your problem? Do you think that is today of all the things that I'm doing is today that I'll come and show my yash online for fucking 1000 pounds. She says, um, how are you entitled to charitable donations from well-intended members of the public as an actress and businesswoman? Can we just stop there, please? Yeah, I know. I'm keeping keep on the table. Well-intended members of the public. What, did, what? What are you? What are you talking about? And I feel like this is this is why I find it quite interesting because it's like 
You've her language. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, like your language, language your already. language was loaded and combative <laughs> already. So how are you now talking? You're t- you came at me with energy. I returned the energy, and then now we're having an issue. You say to me, "How okay, well intended." So if they're well intended, then I've taken advantage I've got bad of intentions, them. Intentions, right? Right. And so I was just like, okay, um, as an actress and businesswoman, okay, actress, cool, businesswoman. Cool, but it's just interesting that you lot only call me businesswoman where you want to make a point about, oh, well, you've already got this, so why are you doing that? If I'm a businesswoman, my business then has been closed for three months or more than. What 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 are we really saying? What are we really saying? I'm still out here recording a podcast. You don't know, you don't know my life. A lot of you do not know my life yet. I still continue to raise awareness of everything. Like think, think of the number of episodes that I've done talking about things, incidents that you knew nothing about in terms of the racial injustice in this country and you and, and around the world. And you now want to come into me that, oh, well, what do what 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 entitles you? It's the word entitled bothered me because I'm just like, you've chosen these words specifically and you've come here for a fight and you've already let me know how you're going to frame yes. your article. And I'm letting you know from now that I do not agree with the way that you're about to go and frame me. Is that is that not I feel like that's fair. Like I, I'm I'm well in, within my right to be like, first you call me businesswoman, right? But when you are all doing your black business awards, you motherfuckers never holler at me. You never recognize me then. But now I'm a businesswoman. That's very interesting. And that's fine. If we're still saying that, my business has been closed for how long? And and and, and now what? Now what? The, 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 the council isn't supporting everyone the same way. The government isn't supporting everyone the same way that you think they are. So I would I would mind out making those assertions. You're an actress. Okay, and what acting have I done since? Thank you. What have what have I done? I'm the one that's sitting here making Sally in HR for you, man. Who's picked up Sally in HR? Is, am I getting paid for Sally in HR? And so I had to let her know. I was like, fam, the breadth of my work goes beyond what you think it is. Yeah. And I'm going to read my response to her shortly because they're framing it like I came at her on a mad vibe. And actually, no, I just asserted that, nah. You should have come on a mad vibe. Sorry. I thought you, I, I read that and I thought that was nice. Right. I thought that was nice because I would have dealt with her literally. Just the, just the fact that she even sat there and drafted that email is what I would have come for you. For. Right. And so she asks, um, um, then she goes, how are both of you, as in myself and Rihanna, in your capacity as co-organizers of this campaign entitled to receive this money? Concerns have been raised about a conflict of interest. No, no, no. It was, I was always the person that this person, as in Scarlett, wanted to include in this. And I just felt that as she was asking me and she wanted to also consider other people, a blessing is not a blessing unless it's shared. So if you're going to consider me, these are all the other people that I've come across, I think are doing great things and are hardly noticed for the things that they do. Why? They, yeah, I, I would suggest some of them too. Right. And if you wanted to defraud the public, why would you drag 24 other people <laughs> into it as well? Like, come to receive, on. To, to receive, receive equally. Oh my God, please. You're even making me shout now. I, I was whispering. Even, because even when she brought the idea to me, I was like 25 Okay, 25K is what you think we're going to... For 25 people, I said, oh, okay. Everyone, you'll be receiving 100 pounds. <laughs> but I didn't think that like, oh, people, that people would be that like, no, I want to support this. Now, you, some of them are like, oh, it's because there's this whole wave of things that people want to support and you're di- diverting attention from other things that should be supported. No. I mean, and, and just on that point, like, she can say whatever she wants about this GoFundMe or blah, blah, blah. There, How many people donated? Probably like 100 plus people. Yeah read that message, whether or not it was communicated properly or not, read that message and said, you know what? I get that. And even when the list of names were down, they still wanted to... They still donated. So I just don't understand. 
Mm. It's it's mad. Weird. So, um, whose idea was it for yourself and Rihanna to be named as recipients? I just, I thought, okay, okay, you can ask what you want. That's fine. What was the qualification criteria for activists named on the recipients list? But you, if you looked at the thing, <laughs> you, would know. you would know. It was very simple. And it's not just, the, it's the idea of activism as this thing that people need to do and be destitute and have nothing. Like, while you lot, have your deals and have all of the things that you have, you want to sit here and critique. Why I find it so laughable is one of the people that was leading the charge on this that I've mentioned and I've pr- promoted their their stuff on this fucking show. You're there going about, oh, well, what can, what, 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 what I don't agree with the names on the list because what makes them active? But you were the very person that when I wrote a piece and you said some people are talking about this George Floyd thing, but they're doing it privately. They, they're donating to things that you know nothing about. They're do, working on initiatives that you know nothing about. Oh, so it's okay for people to work behind the scenes when when it's to do with you when it's to do with you but when other people are doing it no so that just means that you you're you guys aren't straight on what you're saying you just don't like me exactly again bringing it back personal so then um it said um i was about the retweet yeah, so then I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just looking at all of it saying that, oh, and then, oh, but people were reached out to privately um, and the list was swiftly deleted. Got nothing to do with me. You're asking me mad things, mad things, and you're framing it in a manner that it actually wasn't that. Like, why is it that everything has to be so untoward? And talking about these private messages that were sent, I, and this is a guy, I'm going to loud it up. I'm going to loud it the fuck up, yeah? Because all of you are fucking mad if you think that you're going to keep coming at my neck when I've done nothing but support this rascal art community from the very fucking beginning, yeah? You're talking about you were messaging people privately to discuss this situation. You stupid bottom-feeding fucking bitches were only messaging Scarlett. You guys were only messaging Scarlett, but you know when I am for other things, but you were only messaging Scarlett, a white woman, to say, oh, Scarlett, we just really want to unpack this with you. Um, We just want to figure out why the names weren't there. We just want to talk it through with you. We're happy to talk. Infantilizing a white woman. Is this not the whole point of everything that's happening? This big, big girl decided that this is what she wanted to do. She reached out to me and I appreciate it because I've, I know in my heart of hearts that she's a real one. Everything, uh, something's got miscommunicated and misconstrued, but this girl has tried mm-hmm. she has fucking tried yeah but you guys would go to her gentle 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 to go and say to her oh we just really want to help you with this because understandably there's some critique and we'd love to unpack it with you and then you jump online and it's me and rihanna your fellow black women that you're coming you fucking thieves you fucking thieves come yes. and explain yourselves ask yourself you stupid motherfuckers ask yourself why it's black women your fellow black women that you had the energy for, but you will not use that volume to talk to Scarlett. Why is it that you wouldn't use that volume to talk with, to a white woman? Why is it that this is what you're doing, that you're doing it horizontally? And then they say, oh, you can't you, you can't use misogynoir. Okay. Right. Is, is it not internalized misogynoir that you have all of this vim for me, but you don't have the vim for the white woman that organized the thing? That level of distrust that came out of nowhere. Nowhere. As if it's a de- <sighs> you saw one, one foolish cow. <laughs> And I know your sister, you prick. One foolish kind of came about, oh, you're Sean, you're, you're Sean Kings of the UK. It's your mother. It's your Ross Clark, Bumba Clark mother. That's Sean King, you prick. Idiot. Because of a grand. Because of a grand. 
And do you know what it is? Let me not, let's not laugh about the amount of money. Let's not, let me take that back. Because what you would have done with that grand, the way I know you as my sister, as you would have made that grand stretch in terms of whatever you would have put into, in terms of the activism, in yeah. terms of whatever it is that you would have tried to do. So I can't laugh about the amount, but I can laugh at the amount when you're trying to say that that is the amount that you were using that to defraud your own community. Oh. That, that's why I come and drag myself because I'm a, it's because you lot are classless babes oh, it's because you're ross bitches you're, you're, you don't have class you don't have class none of you have class no matter how no matter how many Gucci belts and long and I've always said this why well, I can't stand people that wear kitten heels yeah you can't be trusted <laughs> yeah and no matter how many kitten heels you buy in your Gucci bags that you pose with in your floral dresses fam don't ever fucking try to come for me because I've never done you lot any wrong and I just stay in my corner of the internet, minding my business. Right. Someone reaches out to me. I'm sorry she didn't reach out to you and you lot knew her first. Someone reached out to me and I'm helping in whatever way I can to just bring the community and, and bring other people in. I didn't make the whole list. I just literally suggested some people. That was it. And I, I, the whole time it was happening, but on the side, I'm doing other things. Like fam, one of my spiritual teachers just fucking died. I'm minding my business trying to figure out like, oh, who do I go to for advice? Who, how am I going to carry on on this journey? But I know that God is teaching me that you can't, you can't rely on other humans. This isn't, this isn't the whole point of this. The spiritual teacher is meant to lead, like guide you on your own learning, but they are not your learning. They, they are not the sole source of your knowledge. They're just there to remind you. They're not there to, 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 to teach you new things. There's nothing new to be taught. So I'm there grieving that and thinking about that. And then you now want to come with, oh, well, you know, explain yourself right now. Explain yeah. yourself right now. These two are usually loud. These two are usually loud. Why are they talking now? We're not talking. <sighs> and that's it, isn't it? That's it, isn't it? Because you're so used to, all of you see me as this juggernaut. You see me as this kind of institution and you want to take hits at me constantly, constantly. But you're the same ones that will now want to write pieces about mental health and black women and mental health. How do you care about mental health? How do you, you stop lying. Stop lying and say that you only care about when things benefit you. Uh, it's it's wild. It's wild. But to me, um, it's getting the... Um, I, I responded, obviously. So I responded and I'm just like, hi, um, where the money's going um, has been explained on the page. That's why I think it's mad because I, I know that there was the taken down and this and that, but, but where everything is going has already been explained, right? And Scarlett's explained it to you. You can go there and go and read the thing. Then um, I said, if you feel that anything is unclear, feel free to email me again. I then went on to say, I would challenge the word entitled, but at the same time think that the issue is a lot of people like yourself might be unaware of my actual body of work. I've been intrinsic in speaking out about a number of issues within the black community. And I've been on the news a number of times addressing race and racism issues. I actively help prisoners who require a platform to raise their issues to authorities. I facilitate workshops at the Police Now Academy, teaching police and training about racism and how it impacts their work in the community. Due to the death of George Floyd, I'm actually in the process of updating my lesson plan to incorporate real-time information for my next workshop. I have a podcast called Say Your Mind, which is about to reach 100 episodes where I've tirelessly discussed police brutality and the cause of it being racism. I think anybody who would question why I would be entitled to a fund clearly hasn't been paying attention to the breadth of my work. Most people do not consider me a businesswoman because I run a pole dance studio and people of all gender identities finding empowerment in this means that I am left out of a lot of 
of businesswoman recognition. My acting ability led me to create Sally in HR as a way to address micro and macro aggressions black people face in the workplace. I do not receive money for creating Sally in HR. It is wise to take into account the full breadth of my community-focused use of my platform and its consistency over the past six years. Your own work has benefited from by, by my amplifying it, and I do this because black lives literally matter. Scarlett has also responded to you about transparency, so I won't delve into that any further. My body of work, whether you or others are aware of it or not, speaks for itself. I would never seek to use underhanded methods to gain from any movement. I supported a cause to help individuals who are doing great things within the community, and I respect the rights of those who have asked to remain private for a myriad of reasons. That doesn't make their work any less valid, and they are welcome to make themselves known if they so choose. Supporting individuals for the work they do within the community isn't new, and I believe if society wasn't so steeped in misogynoir, the efforts of black women lending their support to a cause wouldn't be used to incite deliberate confusion during this time. The statement has been made available to you as to the nature of the cause, and I hope it is easily understood. Best wishes, Kelechi. Was that rude? Not in any way. No, I just genuinely, because you're one of the people that I come to if I'm feeling some type of way about something, because I know that I can move mad. I have a propensity for moving mad. Mm -hmm. I know that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm definitely agreeing there but no there was there was nothing rude about that that wasn't necessarily direct that you know you were sh straightforward you know with your answer to her and I felt like you know she she doesn't see the, the corner that she was coming from she, she thinks that she's coming from a, just a totally neutral corner she yeah. just wanted to know these things when actually no that's not what you want because you know about me yeah you she know about me you know what I do so I just think yeah that was that was the perfect response I think you should have even been more harsh Right. I think but, it's a bit more hard. But I just thought for the sake of professionalism, let me let you know about me. Let me reintroduce myself. My name is Kay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to let you know. Let me just, you didn't know anything. Since you didn't know anything. Right. And at no point there did I necessarily say to you that all of these things I'm doing and I'm unpaid for the things. I can also be paid for something and it's valuable to the community. Who taught you in your household? Who is your father and your mother that taught you in your household that black women should not be paid for the labor that they do? Is this not part of the problem that for centuries black women have been doing and doing and doing and not receiving any sort of thing for it, any sort of recognition in any way for it, whether it's just a, oh, hey girl, well done. Or, you know, I want to support you. Here you go. Do you know the number of people who message me weekly asking me, what's your PayPal? Why do you not have a Patreon anymore? Why are you not doing this anymore? Because I just thought, you know, let me just do this because whenever I get money from people, I feel this mad sense of, oh, now I have to do extra. Now I have to do extra. I'm doing enough. And I, that's why I don't want to be tied down with PayPal's and all of them because I feel like I'm doing enough. But if somebody reaches out to me and goes, you know what, during this time, you have been one of the people that have been consistently louding it up. I want to do a crowdfunding to help people like you have some sort of, you know, just a thank you, have a gift. Do you know anyone else that we can reach out to? And I've gone, all right, cool. I, I can suggest a few people and other people can suggest, you know, I can invite other people to suggest a few people. What I, do, I don't see what is wrong with that. What What is wrong with black women being celebrated while they're fucking alive? What is your problem? Problem. Police now pay me to do my workshops. Yes. Why should I be doing it for free? Am I mad? Why should I be doing it for free? Why should you do anything for free? Right. But oh no, it's you're a black woman, and if you're an activist, you're this. I never called myself that, and that's why I keep telling you, lot, I'm just a baby girl. I'm just because I I, I I don't want your titles. Because the moment I take these titles, you want to string my head down and struggle. You want me to struggle, struggle, struggle. I'm not struggling. I refuse to struggle in this lifetime. I know I've struggled in many other lifetimes. I've done it and I've made mistakes. And this lifetime, I tell you, 
From all the forces that gather around me, I tell you, I will, I will know joy. I will know prosperity. I will know financial, spiritual, emotional, mental success in this life and wealth. And you will not deny me of it. And if it's my hill that you want to die on, I promise you that is where you will die. That is it. Like you will literally kill yourself on the hill of Kelechi. That's what you'll do. And it's not even a hill. It's a fucking mountain. How about that? So what's mad is that now you've come through. I've, I've sent that. All of you have heard what I've sent. So this is now what she wrote back. And she was like, hi, Kelechi. I hope um, you're keeping well. No, you don't. Uh, Thanks for your response, though. Being approached by a journalist about a controversial topic is not particularly ideal. Allow me to clarify a few things. The definition of entitled means to be deserving of benefits. Uh, the funding would enable you to reap benefits of your work at this stage. Semantics are by the by. No, they're not by the by. They're not. Semantics are important. And that's why I want you to be specific. So are you saying I'm not deserving of this? Why do you think that I am not deserving of this? You need to interrogate that with yourself. And that's why I showed you my breadth of work to say that, look at my body of work, fam. Who are you to question me? Who? And then she goes on to say, you're right. Apart from the studio, your creative work, acting, I'm not across the breadth of your activism, apart from the news interviews you've referenced, there's no real reason why I would be. It's not as though you're a household name at this point. Ooh, that was the part. <laughs> I mean, I had to stop at that part because my whole thing is, even with this, with the household name, you have come to me for a reason. <laughs> so my name didn't even need to be household, but it was big enough for you to be so concerned and for you to want to reach out to me directly about all these things. And to make matters worse, you follow me on every platform. You've contributed to my name being this big, yes. apparently. And now you want to bring me down with not a household name again. Whose household? How no, dare you? No, but whose household? <laughs> and this is the thing. And black women don't realise that they show themselves and they show their nyash and they show their entire pussy when they're talking about these things. Because whose household? I'm not a household name at this point. Baby girl, baby girl, check the resume. Check <laughs> the resume. I am, if I'm not a household name, how did I amass these followers that you're now using to, 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 to you're weaponizing my followers against me, but you're telling me that I'm not a household name. Make it make sense. You can't, you can't have both. Whose household? So I'm not a, um, a name in white people's households. Is that what you're reminding me that I haven't made, I'm not successful. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not to be recognized until white people's, um, and white people know me because I'm a name in your household. Right. And then she's saying you're not a household name, but she's centered you in something that involves over 25 people. Right. I'm not a household name, but I was the most recognizable name on that thing for you to come at me with all of this energy and make me the protagonist in this whatever badly written drama that you you lot are trying to play out. What is that? You can't have it one way. I'm is that is or is that ain't your baby? You you honestly, you need to decide. Decide who I am. Am I am I one of the greatest of all time, or am I just I'm never going to be remembered and I'll be thrown away with history? You need to decide what that is. I can tell you what the answer is, but I'll let you do your own working out. How about that? Hmm? Household name for your blood clot. What are you talking about? And this is what I promise I want to make to you right now, because I know that you'll listen to this because this is what you vultures like to do. Yeah. Let me tell you this right now and listen as God speaks through me. Yeah. By the thirty first of December. By the 31st of December, 2020, that household name that you want me to be, I will be it and I'll be it in the most positive way possible. Fam, my name will be everywhere. My name will be on the tongues of people that you admire. Yeah, my name will be, will travel north, south, east, west in this world because I know the good that I've come to do and no motherfucker is going to stop me from doing it. And anybody who tries, the archangels that abide by me, they will strike you down. I keep telling you. So I don't let the, don't let the demons that are living rent-free in your heart send you to your own destruction over me, over a small, small baby girl. Ha! 
Woof. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Said, uh, that's why it's important to ask questions and not make assumptions, particularly when it comes to objective reporting. How is this objective? This is not objective. <laughs> I'm so glad you got there because look, how can you... She just lost all professionalism. She threw <laughs> professionalism out of the window just to come at you. What journalist will ever approach someone on that and on, like approach someone like that and expect them to still engage with you and expect them to still answer your stupid questions? Okay. Um, I think the title of businesswoman is very applicable to you. Okay, fine. I'll claim it. I'll claim it. Because when I have... Given it to me. You've given it to me, Abby. Um, Aretha Franklin Aretha Franklin Wasn't actually the queen of soul Until she said That you know She was the queen of soul But I'm going to take the fact That you are saying That I'm a businesswoman I'm this big big girl businesswoman I claim it I claim it The the massive um, um, pole dance studio That will come soon I claim the, all of it all the, all, all the things That I'm going to do in this life I claim it Because you've given me that title Thank you I was aware of your past engagements With police now I wasn't however Under the impression That it was free Ongoing Or in, de- in, or in need of funding From the public I understood that you were paid to deliver these sessions and this is why you keep misconstruing what's happening. Yes, I'm paid to deliver my workshops and why shouldn't I be? So I should be dragging myself on the floor for what? And who told you that it's in need of funding from the public? People want to give to me. They want to support me. Right, it's called a crowd fund. Right. So what is your own there? So are you guys upset? Be honest with yourself right now. Right now, as you're eating your seasonless food, because I don't believe anybody that seasons their food moves as <laughs> mad as you're moving right now. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. Is it that you don't like the way that I do things, so you think that I'm not deserving of the things that I get and the support that I get? Is that what it is? That is. Answer it for me. That is. <laughs> because you know what it is? You find that, you know, as you start to talk up the things, as you start to kind of gain a following, people have this real obsession with humbling people. That's, and that's that what they she wrote. No. I'm just thinking, that's crazy. She keeps using the word. She kept using the word humility. She wasn't, hu- I mean, she didn't show any humility. Who are, who are you? Show humility to. To who? <sighs> who is she? Who <laughs> is she? <laughs> <laughs> she think it's crazy. And that level of over-familiarity as well is what strikes me. And look, I've always noticed it when it comes to the black community. And if it, it, on one side, you kind of love it because it kind of makes you feel closer to people that you actually don't know. Yeah. And then on the other hand, it kind of feels like, it feels suffocating. It feels like, how can you just assume all of these things about me because of what? Because of what? Because of a fucking all blue tick. goes out the window because I'm black as well. And, and so you can talk to me anyhow. You go to a shop, they'll tell you, oh, no, 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 I know. Oh, you're right. What do you mean you're right? Right. I'll speak to me properly. Hello, <laughs> sir. Like... It's just, oh, it's just, it's a lot. And, I, and it's hard when you, you feel this way about your community and you at the same time, you still want to work towards improving the image of your community and into, you know, still trying to get that respect. It's hard. It's you, mad. You're fighting, you're fighting on one side and then people are still dragging you on another side. The people that like, you're fighting for are also fighting you. Right. And they are so ready to drag you down. At the any women, point. The, the main target audience, the black women that you are, are trying to uplift. And look, I'm not trying to make out like everyone's trying to, to, trying to drag you down because that's never the case. Never. You, you get a lot of love. Yes. A lot, a lot, a lot of love. But somehow the people that do want to drag you down have a bit of a following. Yes, and they play on that. Yes, and yes. that is what I think the problem is, and 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 that's what kind of gets me. And everyone thinks that they're coming with good intentions. Some of them with their own platforms, and I could question the way that they're moving. Will come and oh, I'm just sending this message because you know I've mulled it over, and I I'm, I'm nah. With all due respect, 
shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Stop mulling things. Stop mulling things over. Go, go away. Go away. Because when you've needed me, I've been there. And then you now want to come and be telling me that now you think this and now all of you are using this moment to get your words out there, to get your things out there. And you're being paid through various aspects of it. But you want me to sit here and I'm not going to be a fucking martyr for you lot. I can die for a cause, but I'm not dying for some any little dickheads. Yeah? Piss off. So it's, um, they then go to, she, this is the one I found the most um, uh, interesting. You say my work has benefited from your amplifi- um, amplification of it. I just want to be clear. Are you referring to the odd dibby dibby retweet <laughs> on Twitter? I only ask because that would be ridiculous and certainly not noteworthy. I mean, who retweets for clout, right? It's just so... <laughs> Such a twat, and she knows she's a twat. And she enjoys being a twat. Diggly, diggly reads me. Dibby, dibby. Because it's quite interesting that she then says that. Because when people want to bring awareness to things, what 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 do they say in their post? Retweet, retweet, okay. spread okay. it, spread the message. So when you when you, with these dibbly dibbly retweets that she's talking about, it might have even helped her get maybe I don't. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Because you when you support, you support blindly, especially for people that you know you love and care about. Yeah. So you don't actually you're not following up these people and saying, oh, what happened with that when you know you I put you in touch with that person? What happened with that when I yeah. did that? No, but these people like people, everybody is benefiting off it, and people need to stop that. Like anytime you like something on and it appears on your page, anytime you retweet something on your page on your page you are promoting it yes and the thing is i'm aware of the following that i have and i want to my followers to see the things that you're doing and you know that it's valuable because you're calling me an influencer so how can you say oh the dibby dibby retweet but 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 you're but you just called me an influencer b and this is why i don't use the term but you use the term to describe me so was i not using my influence to promote you and i'm not doing it for clout i'm doing it because I want to do it and I want to support the work that you're doing. But when you start coming at my neck, I have to let you know that, babes, are you forgetting? Are you forgetting that this is also being something that I've used for you? And yes, yes, it is. It is part of community building because I want people to see that the work that we do, our lives do matter. That's why I'm promoting you. So don't try to, un- that. and I think that's what burnt her. The fact that she was coming to do evil. And I said to her, before you do that evil, remember all. I've helped you. I've also helped, I've helped you. you. I know she tried to then undermine the help that she received. Yes. Oh. The worst kind, the worst kind. And and she goes on to say, and speaking of amplification of work, a number of people who helped to amplify your work over the years and elevate you to influencer status are upset about the lack of transparency around this campaign. Go ask Scarlett. Yeah. Go ask Scarlett. Yeah. Literally go ask Scarlett. Because, and and by this point, she's already told you that that was on her. Right. That was literally on her. I had nothing to do with that. And when I saw it, I was just like, oh, we need to fix this because my name is also attached to this. And 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 she is so well-intentioned. And I say it again, like I stand by that, that, that girl, like she's a fucking G, yeah? And you know that I don't rock with many white women, but I stand by what she tried to do and what she is doing. So no one's going to now come because of they, they dislike me. Come, keep coming at her. Keep coming at her. For what? For what? She looked at it and she was just like, I see all these white people around me thinking, oh, they want to do something. They want to do something. So I'm trying to direct them to the people that could use that support as well. Yeah. And it's at the same time, she's like, you can give to these organizations. Yes. But here are also individuals who are also deserving of support. Like that has been made clear, but you you don't want to see it. You don't want to see sense because you're so hell bent on making me the demon that you truly are. So coming now with... um. Your fellow recipients of the fund have had no issue grasping the genuine issues here, but that I know that you lot aren't genuine. That's why I'm not grasping anything. She has the issues with grasping. Right. She doesn't grasp anything. 
So yes, there is, you're, you're trying to incite deliberate confusion. That's what you're all doing. And you're letting the devil use you. And by the devil, I mean that one that's always coming at me. And I said, I keep saying it, I'm going to report it to the police at some point, because at this point, it's a sickness, isn't it? You're claiming that you're a black feminist. Oh, I'm a worker from Sheffield. and all. <laughs> You're the same person that was coming at Hill House Vintage, that she doesn't deserve the support because she doesn't know black struggle or she doesn't seem to affiliate with black struggle. Why, why, do, you want other, struggle? why do you want other black women to struggle why? so much? What is your problem? What is your problem? And that's and that's that's who got you guys all riled up. There, there are legitimate conversations that we can have about oh, but you included the names of this people and that people and this people while all of these are, um, things are happening. But so did other people. And the whole premise of it was that while all of these things are happening, it's, it's spurred people to want to change their ways. And if you want to change your ways, here are people that you can support who have been out here for a minute doing this work. That was the whole premise of even why names like that were even brought into the narrative that while all of you are feeling all of this like, oh, I want to learn, I want to diversify my thing. Give to these organizations, but also recognize that individuals have been here trying to raise your awareness for ages. You can yes. always support them. Yes. For years. You've been on that Twitter account. You that's the, you've been consistent with the message that you've been sending out there. And then, and then, oh, the information you set out about your activism is interesting. Nothing about it is on the Just Giving page for context, and all these details are not widely accessible online. To you, you. to <laughs> you, Crusty Ho, to you. It's a problem that is personal. It's a personal problem. <laughs> Thank you. You've just you've just undermined your your whole thing by saying that. You can't, you didn't bother to look. And so you're upset about it. The people that donated already knew what they were donating to. They're not idiots. You're the one that decided that black women don't deserve these things and I'm going to go and stop it dead. And you need to ask yourself why you think, what happened in your household to make you think that black women only came to this earth to suffer? That's something you need to discuss with yourself. That's got nothing to do with me. And I posted this email online to, uh, on my page for people to see on Twitter because to me, I just want an understanding of why is it that you guys want to come at me with energy that you'll never, you would never write this email to a white woman. But it's okay, black woman to black woman, the disrespect. So professional. And then on her Twitter page, people are showing me that Ra, she's really trying to say things about you. And that's what I don't Yeah, and even with the Twitter page, that's like, that's one thing that I want to get onto because now there's a and she'll 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 probably try and play it off like, oh no, it wasn't related and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. She's tweeted her teeth. Yeah. So I want to, we really, really, really need to kind of delve into that because. Again, this already this exposes that you already had a stance before you reached out to me, baby yes, girl. You yes. already knew what you were gonna say. You already knew how you wanted to paint that picture, and then you want to call me a teeth. And and this to me is the cognitive dissonance. You said I'm not a household name, right? But isn't the point of news to report things that are in the public interest? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so if I'm not a household name, it's therefore not in the public interest. What the fuck I'm doing? But you've decided that it is of public interest what I'm doing, but I'm also not worthy of being known. Look, someone said it best. Your enemies are confused. Yes. And they'll remain confused. confused. And that's what I told you. I said, I said it to them. I said, look, from the, the way that you keep coming at me, confusion will be your only faithful bedfellow. Ooh. Husbands, uh, wives, everyone, your partners will come and go. I promise you they'll Ooh. come and go. But the only thing that will remain close to you at night and hug you, hug you, genge, is, is your confusion. And, I, and I've said it over your life and it can never be otherwise Ooh. because you are operating from a place of bad mind, of bad belly. 
That's why you're. That's where you're. That's that's what you're doing. Watching people, watching people. Leave people alone. Right. I leave you lot alone. Why don't you want to leave me alone? Right. And write whatever you want, but be very, very accurate. And I already said that once. I'm going to say it again. Be very, very accurate with what you're saying, and be careful how you want to be using people's names. That's all I'm going to say. Write whatever you like because you have you, you can do that. But be just watch what you're saying. Organizer, and she's an influencer, and what is it? Something about um, she likes to get rude to people. Yeah, so so I gave it back. And again, I'm thinking, <laughs> you, you see, this is why. Again, you're a shit journalist because <laughs> what is that about? Like, what is that about? And my whole thing is that if you were a really really good journalist, yeah, you would you would she would you know keep it extra positive. Yeah, you know why? Because she needed that information from you. Yes, and then if you really wanted to, when the article came out, you would have just you would have ran with it. However, you want to run with, yeah, run with yeah, it because. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what journalists do, right? They yeah. test things. Yeah. But you were so riled up that you wanted to even, you wanted to block your own blessings, <laughs> literally. You wanted information, you wanted to block yourself by, 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 by coming with such a bad, bad attitude or such a bad approach. I'm tired of this. I'm, tired, I'm honestly, I just feel like I'm just like... I'm done with it. It's, 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 it's I'm done disappointing. With it. It's the it, best way to put it. It's disappointing, especially from someone that you followed, someone that you even supported, someone that you... That is what burns me. And I, and I, and so, that's what makes gosh. me always want to retreat and just go into like a, a, a spot because it's just like, if, literally all of you, except for that fucking dickhead, all of you I've supported with my own platform. And then you've now decided that, oh, all of a sudden I'm going to come and ruin my, everything that I've done, undo my own work over, over what? 1,000 pounds, which was what the initial target was. I'm going to come and do that oh. over or, over this. Why would I? What, what, what do I gain from that? And the mad thing is that I'm talking about this on a podcast to you lot who, the majority of you who listen already support me. So you already know what I'm about. But people will, still try it and that's what I don't understand but do you know what's mad is that we haven't actually even got to share your magnificence so <laughs> just, I'm going to fire through it yeah and it is what it is like God 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 sees all in it and <laughs> like Leona Nicole Black said it best like some of you are going to just you're really going to block your own blessings you because of this mindset of scarcity and poverty that you and lack that you want to hold on to. So when you see other people, you don't want them to prosper. This evil eye approach of, you know, I and and, and I and I support her in that. That 2020 is going to make us as a community of black people leave this evil eye approach alone. Yes. The people who are being gazed upon and those who are doing the gazing, we will we must free ourselves of this. And that is what this year is going to make happen, whether we like it or not. You will leave me alone. I shed, I rebuke it. I rebuke your evil eye. Go away. So let me see. Magnificence. Well, magnificence, I guess, um, first and foremost is, um, my spiritual teacher who's passed away. Um, I, I've learned so much from him and I just, I really just want to let you lot know that sometimes the strength that you think I have comes from people that you'll never, ever meet. Like they guide me often, and um, they always speak blessings and prayers over my life. And I think sometimes I only make it through these situations and, and be elevated from these situations because of the aggressive p- prayer of the people who are around me, of the elders who are around me, that like you will not, you will not falter, you will not lack. And they keep going. Even when I want to give up, they're like, no, 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 all is well. You keep going. This is part of the story. Where you're going, there has to be there has to be this controversy. There has to be all of these things because sometimes that is what brings people 
exactly where they need to be. So always find stillness and do not get distracted by the noise of the market. Remember where you are going. And that's what ultimately I just try and remind myself like all of the time. So you know, big up yourself, Baba Ronke. You've now transcended to the um, other side. You're on the next stage of this journey. Um, I pray that it's smooth. I pray that it's wonderful um, and beautiful. Thank you so much for elevating my learning and and taking me deeper into things. Um, I, I there's so much I could say about him, but when those days arrive, I'll remind you that I talked I talked of him once on this show. Um, so, oh, I've got two letters then for sure. Your magnificence. Let's see what they are. Oh no, I think I've got three. Hi, Kalechi. Um, you already know all the love I have for you and all the ways I appreciate your existence being a baby girl in a baby world. You've nominated me twice on the show before. And today I'm nominating myself, Rachel Isabel, but, but, but yeah, Rachel Isabel McKendy, baby girl for, uh, share your magnificence. In these past few weeks, since being furloughed, insert Sally in HR voice, because diversity isn't important right now. <laughs> <laughs> this past week alone has been overwhelmingly painful. All the injustice that we as black people endure. And when I say black people, that strongly includes the LGBTQIA community. I've been trying to gain some perspective on where I want to be and who I wanted to be. I realized I was showing up for others, but never extending that kindness and showing up for myself. I needed to refocus my energy to myself and the things that I love. Art has been something that has brought me joy time and time again. I didn't start exploring my blackness, my identity, my black womanhood until I left UAL, even though they are now trying to claim us. I did something bold and unwavering and stood up for myself and my practice. I set up a GoFundMe with the help of Shahira, um, who's Afro Glory, a baby girl, um, to give the freedom to dedicate time to sustain, create and explore my creativity in the arts. We are given very limited opportunity to sustain our practice, but I'm giving myself that. When the great Maya Angelou said, I come as one, but I stand as 10,000, I felt that in my spirit. I'm a black female artist. My collages are created to explore the autonomy of black women. They were created in response to the lack of representation within the art. They were created to make you sit still in moments where you didn't even know you needed to, to help you breathe, to help you think about everything and nothing at all, all at the same time. I recycle images and piece them together to create a narrative, a dialogue that's beyond the conversations surrounding the black female body. The world's we house inside of ourselves, the things we say out loud with our existence that has consistently been politicized. We are a force of nature and we have endured everything. I come as one, but my art stands for 10,000. Thank you so much for being one of my biggest inspirations to share my magnificence and to share my mind. All the best, Rachel Isabel. Oh, Rachel. Rachel is a babe. Rachel came to one of the live shows and she was just like, I'm going to get you into um, doing a Lush panel because Lush needs to hear your voice. Like they need to know, you know, what you are about. Is that how you got the Lush? Yeah. Oh, wow. Exactly. Nice. Like all the things that come is because people that listen to the show are just like, I, I want your voice in this space and this is where I am. Just and um, That must have been about what? Three years ago? That was ages ago. So um, I don't know what um, Rachel's been doing since, but um, I think that this is wonderful. I think that this is wonderful. And I've actually got a, um, a piece by Rachel. She gifted it to me on the wall in my hallway, um, manifesting, you know, proclaiming that I will do Black Panther and I will do all of these things. And it's beautiful. I love that piece of artwork that she's given me. So thank you so much, Rachel. Um 
yes, I'm going to add to the caption of um, this GoFundMe that um, uh, Shahira and Rachel have set up so you can support it because art needs time. Art needs like, you know, um, excavating so many parts of ourselves and our lives in order to bring something that can stand the test of time, you know, to do that it needs support so our even after we just spent ages talking about uh, funds me this one is clear abby yeah. this one is transparent abby so if you um you know want to support um rachel isabel mckendy yeah. i'll give you um that that's a good point shout out to all the black creatives i feel like that it's a very weird time for them especially the ones that do freelance and yeah all of that so yeah big up yourself yeah. two slaps on your chest rachel <laughs> okay so another show your magnificence dear madam prime minister kalechi okafor <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you and all of your loved ones are well. I'm writing to nominate a couple of people for Share Your Magnificence. Before I share my list, I would like to nominate you, Madam Prime Minister, for everything that you do for our communities. Thank you for making me smile and laugh, even in all of this fuckery. Every time I see a spice rack, I see Sally from HR trying to colonize my meal, but failing miserably. (laughs) I am especially grateful to you for making space for black women from across the world. In that spirit, my list features black women from various parts of the world who can constantly show up for us. First is Ugandan scholar, poet, feminist and activist, Dr. Stella Nyanzi. She has constantly fought for LGBTQ women uh, and girls' rights. In 2017, she initiated the Pads for Girls UG project, which distributed menstrual pads to school girls. Dr. Nyanzi always speaks truth to power using radical rudeness, a Ugandan form of resistance that can be traced back to colonial times. It involved uh, disrupting power relations that manifested in politeness and moral norms as determined by the British with public insults and disorderliness. In February uh, 2020, she was released after spending almost 16 months in jail for a bullshit charge of cyber harassment and offensive communication for writing a poem criticising Ugandan President uh, Museveni on his birthday. More recently, she was arrested for protesting the slow distribution of relief food and human rights abuses that security operatives have committed in the name of enforcing COVID-19 prevention measures. Dr. Nyanzi is a baby girl through and through. For listeners that might be interested, some of Dr. Nyanzi's academic work is available online, and I'm more than happy to share journal articles that may uh, be paywalled. Her highly imaginative, fervent writings that criticize the Ugandan government can be found on her Facebook page. I will give you all the link to that. My second Share Your Magnificence nomination goes to Asa Traore, a black French woman that has been fighting for justice for her brother, Adama um, Adama Traore, who died in 2016 while in police custody. None of the police officers involved have been indicted. Um, In in addition to this, for the last four years, Asa has brought global attention to the systemic racism that is at the heart of France. As a result of speaking out about against her brother's murder and police brutality, Asa has received death threats and legal suits, sending a huge ash-filled straw to members of the Racism in Europe is Not That Bad committee. (laughs) This week, Asa organised a protest against police brutality that was attended by tens of thousands of people in Paris. Still on the subject of racism in France, I would also like to big up journalist, film director and writer Rokaya Diallo, who, um, as well as scholar and filmmaker Mame Fatunyang, Using their work and um, platforms, these women make space for black voices in a country that defines Frenchness as whiteness. They constantly work to dismantle white supremacy, patriarchy and Islamophobia. Last year, Mamifatu uh, started a petition calling for the removal of a, of a work 
that features blackface from the walls of the French National Assembly. This work created a by a prick named Hervé de Rosa, a massive Ashfield straw to him too, as was made to commemorate the abolition of slavery in France. Lol. Rakaya and Mamifatu are truly, truly baby girls, and I pray for their protection and peace every day. Their work is available in both French and English. Lastly, I would like to lord uh, Amy Sal, founder and editor-in-chief of SUNU Journal, and Awa Konate, founder and director of Cultural Arts Society, CAS. Suna Journal is a pan-African platform that publishes various works about African and Afro-diasporic cultures, politics, uh, uh, societies, and histories. CAS is an interdisciplinary research platform methodizing archives for critical perspectives from Africa and the diaspora. Both platforms have been significant in my learning of visual cultures from Africa and its diasporas. They have greatly aided me in expanding my knowledge of film and imagery beyond what white supremacy has imposed on me. Also, Awa and Amy have done a lot of organising around black liberation by pointing us to global organisations that we can support, as well as providing us with texts and films that we can read and watch. I just want Awa and Amy to know that I'm beyond grateful for their hard work and will always support them. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this, uh, to read my long ass letter, Madam Prime Minister, sending you endless joy, health and peace. Avid listener. Um, oh, I'm sorry. P.S. I cannot wait to see seasonless tears leave Hancock and Boris's crust filled wogga wogga eyes wogga. after you show them their fuckery and utter stupidity during the daily briefings. <laughs> they won't let me get a question in on daily briefings. And I don't know why. Oh, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> I know why. I know why. <laughs> I literally have pictures of you plastered on the wall. If this lady tries to speak, stop her. Like, do not allow. This is her name. Every email address that she tries to use to submit a question, don't block, block it. Blocker, blocker, blocker. Block block <laughs> um, what's it? We've got the last uh, uh, Shea Magnificence. Dear Kalechi, my name is Danielle and I live in London. I am an avid listener and the highlight of my week is your podcast. Your intros deserve their own Spotify playlist. Mm. Australia is an incredibly racist place. I grew up there and being mixed race, white Australian and Lao, um, discussions around race are met with a wall of white fragility and are often ignored. I would like to nominate two Australian women who have been saying their minds, sharing their magnificence and flinging straws in every fucking direction. My first nomination is Elizabeth Cambridge. Um, at E. Cambridge, a WNBA basketball legend, Olympic athlete, DJ, all-round baby person. She is using her platform to challenge why Australians are so quick to shout Black Lives Matter and engage in events in the US when our country's institutional racism is abhorrent. Um, She has shared herself, her experiences, and been a loud voice for Black people in a place that is intent on silencing and erasing Black voices. My second nomination is for an artist called Ruby Red at Life of Ruby with two eyes. She is 19. She loves Harry Styles and One Direction. She's a gamer. She amplifies the work and voices of other Black and Indigenous Australian creators, and she's brilliant. She too has shared herself, her experiences, and been loud and been a loud voice for Black people in a place that is intent on silencing and erasing Black voices. I'm sure you are busier than ever, and and I'm so grateful for the time and labor that you give to the world, to us, the, my most, uh, to the world and to us. My most used phrase in the house is, I was listening to Kalechi Okafor and she said, <laughs> thank you for considering my nominations and I wish you all the very best. Yours sincerely, Danielle. That's nice. I'm I'm so this is what makes me happy, and this is what I love. Like, I need you lot to big up all the black women. Just 
that are out there in the world that you know that are doing things. I'm only one person. I can't see everybody. So if you know anyone, like send them my way, share their magnificence. It's not enough that you keep DMing them going, oh, I've been a long time lurker on your page, fam. That's not enough. Like amplify their voice. Like let other people know of them because they deserve the recognition. It's not now, God forbid that they're gone then you'll now, oh, I really enjoyed their work, fam. Give them their flowers to fucking day today. So um, that's that for share your magnificence. And then moving on to So You Mad. I just wanted to talk about um, in So You Mad, white people posting their black squares in support of Black Lives Matter and how white people are really great at um, performing empathy while actually not feeling it. Oh, wonderful. I I think for me, what was more shocking was that I work with this guy who... um, I think I told you about this as well before. I had a, we had a little bit of a of a bust up because he felt like I was making everything about race. But anyways, mm-hmm. when we decided anyway, like to to talk it out in the meeting room or whatnot, he mentioned to me that what happened to the to the Jewish people was worse than what happened to to black people in terms of slavery and that. And I think for me that was the most one of the most shocking things I've ever heard. But anyways, fast forward to this uprising now that we're seeing, he's taking part in Black Blackout Tuesday. Do you know how pissed off I was to see that? That's the thing, because we could be here all day looking at um, um, this oppression and that oppression. What gets me is that he as a white man thinks that he can come and say what oppression was worse than this oppression. Fam, it's not, that's, we can have that conversation between ourselves. Right. Nobody asked you. And then the cheek of it, after you've decided that, oh no, I've decided that this one is worse, even though nobody asked you, you've now posted the black square. Right. I think that it was so, oh, it was so annoying. Especially just like you said, you feel the need to validate my assertions on race, but you know, black and black and, black. and you want to create the hierarchy yeah. for who 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 has suffered most, and nobody. You don't even know the complexities, the nuances of what people have gone through, but you decide exactly. And that was that was what my problem was. And just to just to make it clear, I feel like the Holocaust was one of the worst atrocities on film. Yes, and that's already been said. So you know what happened to what happened to black people, what happened to in terms of the slavery and all of that. I don't even think they can even capture it accurately. Because a lot of documentation was also burned, and I know that a lot of things were dis- destroyed um, during the Holocaust as well. But I, to me, ultimately, it's like. So many people have suffered atrocities. It's 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 a derailment of a conversation for you to approach a black man who sees so many things happening to black men who look like him and black people who look like him and go, I actually don't think that what's happened to you is that bad when we compare it to this group of people. That is another level of violence. Very. Because I, can, I, I am able to acknowledge the atrocities that happened to them and also know my lived experience of what's happening to people who are like me. That's not for you to come and tell us. That's not. And there's been a concerted effort to make sure that nothing comes to light of what happened. So so are you sure that you want to keep going down this line of reasoning? Shut up. Leave everybody alone. No, it's mad. Um, everyone was post- posting black squares, but I saw the same the same husband to this woman who decided she was going to create a troll account and troll a black mummy blogger. Your your own husband. Your ho- uh, you know, not even mummy blogger because you know Candice is doing bits. You know she's 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 transcended that. Like she's out here. Her books just come out. I'm not your baby mother. You know, like she's out here in it. But at the point, at that point, you know, this is how they were viewing it, and this is how they were. You know, this is how they were contextualizing it. You saw another um, person, a black woman in your field, and by day you were like, oh, I support her. Let her come on my podcast. But by night, 
You were the one that was on your troll account writing the worst shit about her. Like, oh, she makes everything about race and she's got a chip on her shoulder or whatever the hell you said. But your husband has now come to do a black square and do a little highlight talking about Black Lives Matter. But yeah, first he even spelt it BML, not even Black oh, B- not even BLM. <laughs> he spelt BML. So how does how much does it matter that you can't even get the the acronym right? If it was about dogs, though, they would have doubled. They would have. They, they would have. Uh, I don't know. I can't it's even. RSPCA. <laughs> don't you ever. <laughs> don't you ever make that mistake again. <laughs> literally, but just literally, he just he just he just thought of whatever he could think of and just just posted it there. I just feel like even ha- with mine, like when that guy posted the Blackout Tuesday, sorry. Yeah. And then he he even because you know we were saying loads of people were saying don't put the Black Lives Matter as part Hashtag, of that because you're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah you're gonna you're gonna drown it out. He even put the Black Lives Matter because my whole thing is it just goes to show if you were paying attention. If you were listening. Right. If you were just listening, that's all anybody's asking a lot of you to do. Just listen. No matter how uncomfortable it is, fam, just listen. It is so straightforward. What now is all of this? And again, I just looked at it when it came to this one and his and his wife. I'm just like, have you sat down with your wife and and talked about the black lives that you have antagonized? Right. Because, yeah, you didn't know that or your wife um, was doing these things. You weren't aware that she was the one behind the she account. Was or whatever. Him as well. She was cussing him as well. <laughs> Sorry. Black Lives Matter and my life matters too. She attacked me too. But crazy. she's returned and she's got a whole new page and she's doing her um, her little thing. And I'm just like, All right, cool, do you. But the thing is, your husband should not be on this site unless he can show me how he has addressed you to do, deal with your things. And then he's posting in his stories like, oh, you can read this book by Rennie Edo Lodge, why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. But your wife also posted that on her page as if she'd read it. And she still went on on an onslaught of trying to bring another black woman down talking about she's always talking about race. If she'd read the fucking book, she would have known why. So I don't believe that either of you have read it. You just looked on your shelf and you were like, oh, 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 we need a a book. Oh, we need a book by Blackie. I love it, Blackie. (laughs) Because if you truly cared, be come and come and tell us what you've done. Come and tell us the soul searching that the learning that you have done. But I don't believe that that's the case because again, you're always like insulated from the violence that you inflict. And you know, it's not just them. You're seeing um, the NFL um, coming forward, going, oh, actually. Oh, when we compare it to looting, maybe you, maybe we were a bit too harsh. Yeah, you you still have a point. Yeah, (laughs) maybe you should have had a chance to kneel. Fine, fine. We can see your point now. You guys blackboard Colin Kaepernick. You blackboard him so he couldn't really do what he was doing, work again. And other black people are coming to now profit off his suffering and how he's been ostracized in the name of, oh, we've been having conversations and we're moving forward with this um, new initiative, an initiative that doesn't involve him, that you didn't include in him. It's the biggest slap in the face. Oh. And that's, that's, shout out to Colin, because it's like, if I was him, I would be on that site now. I'll be tearing people down. I'll be naming and shaming. He is so classy. He yes. literally has just kept his head down and he's just focused on his movement. And now all of a sudden, now everyone wants to donate to Colin Kaepernick. I remember seeing the media going in on him when that whole thing happened. And even me, because it was so much. I was thinking, oh, this guy, what did he do? <laughs> right. And then to find out that he he literally just, he just, he just, he kneeled to the floor or whatever. During the, during, during the, the anthem, during that anthem. That's the, that the anthem is very racist in and right. of itself. And that's what caused it. It's just shocking. 
see NFL come out and say, oh, yeah, we could have done this, we could have done that. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but someone's there without a job. Shoulda, woulda, coulda are the what? The last words of a fool. <laughs> and that is it. That is the whole phrase. And that's what you lot are. Absolute Horrible. fools. Horrible. And and then Grindr um, posted their stuff as well, which I thought was hilarious. I really shouldn't have deleted um, Twitter off my phone when I was just trying to avoid all of this nonsense and, and keep my peace. But Wait, I what do you mean Grindr? Grinder, the the app that oh. people use, the dating app, they came out with their own that I just thought was hilarious. That's what I'm um, trying to bring up now. Everyone is just, I feel like everyone's just been moving mad with everything that's happening, and they're like, "Oh, we've got to make our own statement about how we're trying to not be racist." But you, it's it, it's inherent in everything you're doing, so you can't not be. So Grinder put out a tweet, and they said. We stand in solidarity with the hashtag Black Lives Matter movement and the hundreds of thousands of queer people of color um, um, who log into our app every day. We will not be silent and we will not be inactive. Today, we are making donations to the Marsha P. Johnson Institute and Black Lives Matter and urge you to do the same if you can. We will continue to fight racism um, on Grindr both through dialogue with our community and a zero tolerance policy for racism and hate speech on our platform. As part of this commitment and based on your feedback, we have decided to remove the ethnicity filter from our next release. So meaning that people can't search for black or white people? Yeah. That doesn't mean, I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't see how that helps. <laughs> what were they thinking? What gets me is that even if you remove the filter, how are you going to address the racism on your dating app? Well, how, uh, how are you going to address it? Because people, white guys are on there, on that page going, no, no Asians, no blacks, no this. Or, like right on their profile, they're saying that the, the kind of guys that they don't want to interact with. So even if you took out the filter, they still put it on there that they don't want to interact with this person and that person. So what is the removal of the filter even doing? In fact, at least the filter means that people don't accidentally stumble upon their racism. At least, that, you, <laughs> you do you know what I mean? Clear. Yeah, it said black there and you came onto the page and yeah, and said what you said. So, yeah. Right. So I just, I I find that really odd in the many ways that people think that they are actually doing something when I I don't think they're doing much at all. Um, So I saw their one and then um, Keith Lemon. Oh, his one, his pamming was really, really sweet. His one was very interesting. I don't even know where to start from him because I feel like if it took you, Keith, uh, what, eight years? Yeah. Eight years to realise that what you did was incredible incredibly offensive yeah then that just goes to show he should never have a platform again keith lemon should never ever have a platform again and you know what i'm just going to be honest because even when the keith lemon had those shows out and me being that age i didn't realize just how offensive it was yeah like just i'll be honest like sitting there watching it i I maybe never laughed at it thought it was always silly but i just didn't actually deep how offensive it was and when you go back and look at some of those pictures look at how he portrayed trisha goddard yes because her daughter came out and spoke about it yeah yeah how he portrayed she got that you think to yourself she didn't even look like that right but the you nose, all found it hilarious jaw, yeah the, the the masculine yeah look and it's just but like... it's black women right black women and masculinity you man love that you love that and he's there and what gets me is just the way that um white people are almost derailing this conversation about um racism and centuries of racism with i'm now going to jump online and tell you about my white guilt here is, you know, this is the racist thing that I did. I'm so sorry. And then it's other white people who are coming and going, I forgive you. Who the oh, fuck okay. are you? Don't worry. <laughs> you're, you're so brave. Right. 
just like that's how it stopped like this is why but this is why we don't ever move forward yes. because you'll make this the focus and then you want to write new stories about this how you are all recognizing your privilege and then you'll focus on that and still continue to be anti-black in your day-to-day lives so what really what actually does change nothing forgive and that's people for racism that doesn't affect you right like, can you forgive someone for that i forgive you it's all right um, of you speaking out you know so brave of you i understand it must be to- so tough i used to shit on my neighbor's doorstep <laughs> and i've realized that's a bit racist <laughs> you know like mad things and they were coming at me just for mentioning i was like piss off man go away i know that ben and jerry's put out a statement that they oh, want to ben dismantle um white supremacy i was like okay girl okay girl i mean i do prefer hugging dance but (laughs) shout out to them because they 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 plaster it everywhere yeah they don't they won't let you forget they don't they don't back down they're like just to let you know we still don't rock with any of this i thought this was interesting though an agent who um i think because we mentioned no clark last week and then i saw this as well this as well damn he said um this is an email from a high level agent paying me a compliment they have been in the business as long as me we have met various times i've worked with their clients they have access to all industry and professional information and yet say it when you see it so here's the email that he's received because obviously i guess maybe everything was happening and he was like oh i want to reach out to the blacks that i know um yep Afternoon. Just wanted to say how uh, good the new series of Tom. After <laughs> got to start again. Afternoon. Just wanted to say how good the new series of Top Boy was. Not my thing, but was wonderful in t- telling the story of marginalization and struggle. You weren't bad either. That's my favorite <laughs> bit. So that's my favorite bit because. <laughs> So he I basically thought he, he thought that Kano was no Clark. Right. Wow. Right. I thought that was just because that's the only person that's closest to him in maybe skin tone and maybe a kind of features. I, I, for me, I didn't even think of. I had to go through the re, the replies to see who he may have got confused with because I was thinking, who could? Who the hell could you have mixed him up with? Yeah. It's all boy. And my whole thing is. We've seen Noel Clark for years, yes. like for about what 10, 12 years. So we his his image is ingrained. We yes. know what you look like. Kano is totally different. Right. In terms of what he does and even an acting style. Yes. But you just decided all black men. Not bad either. What's scary about that is that he's actually seen something that Noel Clark's it has been in yes. before. He's he's know what he knows what Noel Clark looks like. He knows how he acts. Yeah. And he's just seen Kano on the thing. It's just oh. But you said that it's not my thing. What What do you mean it's not your thing? Because it's black. Because it's black. And but... you said that in an email. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you offered. You you offered your own dragging. <sighs> like you came and you said, please, please today, please drag me. I, I'm next. I'm next. I'm next. See, because I thought this whole thing will actually, you know, make white people kind of be a bit more quiet, you know, kind of like look introspectively, kind of right. like just kind of do a bit of reflecting. Right. But people are coming out and just like they, they were doing with you, sending messages about, oh yeah, you know, I didn't know, yeah. you know, that racism was this bad and this bad. And my whole thing is, this is where the gaslighting continues. Yes. Because if you're coming to me and saying that you didn't know racism was this bad, if you're coming to me with all of that white guilt, yeah, that makes it even worse. Yes. Because you knew, you know you, you you're, you're very aware of all that right. you've been doing. So don't come now and be telling me different stories because I'm just not buying it. I refuse. And, I, then I, to, and then we said to them, we said, okay, you know, now that this thing is kind of making an uprising and stuff, it's important for white people to you know, to speak to, you know, their, their family and friends about racism. We said, yeah, just have that conversation. 
they came back and then they started uploading videos of them fighting with their mum, <laughs> slapping, slapping their cousins, so you know, kicking their grandmas. I'm thinking, just it's all it, it just contributes to that whole performativeness. Like you, you always take it to the extreme, and when you take it to the extreme, you lose so much. You undermine what, exactly. Yes, you undermine the whole conversation. Just have the conversation. Don't, <laughs> you don't need to put your racist mum on film. We don't need to see that because again, that's more trauma. So you're not it learning. Is, exactly. you're, rem- you're just showing us all the people that hate us. Why? Keep that to yourself and deal with it in-house. That's all we're asking you to do. Sort it out. Get your home in order. That's all you're being told to do. Um, and um, obviously, I think Hollyoaks must have said um, something um, because Rachel Adedeji... You can't say her name like that, you know. Rachel Adedeji. <laughs> That's how you have to say her name. <laughs> Shout out to her. I didn't even know she was on Hollyoaks. Yeah, she's a, she's, she's a baby girl. She's a baby girl. Yeah, she's a baby girl. She's absolutely lovely. She's wonderful. Um... She said, uh, she addressed what um, Hollyoaks said, and she said, I'm disappointed with Hollyoaks' approach to showing solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement yesterday. Did Black Lives Matter when I was told you're all the same by a makeup artist you employed and remains in employment till this day? Did Black Lives Matter when a number of female Black actors were forced to drastically change their hair because if not, the viewers will not be able to tell them apart? Do Black Lives Matter when my fellow Black castmates are deemed angry, aggressive, and too vocal? Did Black Lives Matter when we were referred to as Blackies by a senior member of the production team? Do Black Lives really matter to you if over the last four years at Hollyoaks, I have only worked with one Black director? Honestly, the list goes on. Having a Black cast member speak on behalf of Hollyoaks to show that the work is being done is not as progressive as you think. As a matter of fact, very little is being done behind the scenes. Unfortunately, Hollyoaks' response seems to me performative and disingenuous. It starts within the workplace. Systemic changes must be put into practice. Working at Hollyoaks is mostly positive, but the experiences I have encountered are a constant reminder of how difficult it is being a black woman in the industry. I'm no longer standing for it. Putting out a podcast on racism and asking your black cast members to teach you how to tackle these issues is the bare minimum. And I would also say rather abusive. Um, Think, do better. I hope Hollyoaks delivers the same energy um, when Black Lives Matter is no longer trending. Yes, I hope, well, Rachel, I hope you still have a job though as well. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone's coming out with these messages. Yeah, just like, guys, check with your employer that everything is still okay because this is a proper dragon. But no, that but, was necessary. Thank you. Because they can be slimy, you know, and yeah. they'll come for defamation of character, libel, they will say very mad things. So, yeah. But I'm glad you're all speaking up because we support you. We definitely support we you. And and everyone's gotten used to sending out COVID-19 messages and what they're doing to tackle COVID-19. And then this happens. So everyone feels like they all literally got to put out a statement on what they're doing to tackle racism when really it's not much. And exactly, just like she said, it's all performative. But do you know what? What's good about it is that, like I said, this uprising, I feel like it's, like we discussed, it's different this time. Yeah. So what we're, what we're going to be able to do is that when we further this whole fight, we're going to be able to come back. We're going to circle back to a lot of your statements where you said you were standing with us with racism. Because if I yes. say to you now that I need 20 days off to go and fight racism <laughs> on the streets, I need 20 days paid off. I need 20 days. No, because people people don't understand that. Like, the support extends to that as well. Yes, yes. Pay people. I need activism days. Yes, I oh, need I'm gonna, I'm going to go and fight for a cause. Um, So I'm going to be gone for, like, um seven days. And you need to pay me for that. You and need it's to not coming out manually. And you better retweet my photos Thank when I'm you. out there. Thank you. And that's what... I feel like that's what true support is. And it's important that people like Rachel don't stop calling it out. Yeah. Even when this thing kind of dies down a little bit. Or even when we kind of move on to a different style of... I don't know, whatever it is. Whatever. 
keep keep stay on their necks, yeah. just like they do. They're just like they did to George Floyd. Just yeah, like they yeah, do yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, stay yeah, on yeah, their necks. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't come off. Because I find it also interesting that the help is the most watched film on Netflix. So you told white people to go and learn and you decided to go and watch a film about black women working for white women and being abused. And what I love about that as well is that Viola Davis came out after and said she didn't even feel, she didn't, I don't know if you saw, she, yeah. Viola Davis came out and said she didn't feel that movie. No. She didn't like how it came across. She didn't like the message that it was sent. White saviour again. Exactly. Yeah. And then that's that. But you, you, you understand why The Help is the ideal film for them because it's not... It's not violent. No, in the way. and when I made the um, Octavia Spencer's character made the shit pie, yeah. you know, the, the, you know, they they like that. Like, oh, see, they were they were they were being tricky they, they with us. They were being naughty. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, being yeah, naughty. yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, it kind of justifies it for them in their heads. As yes, well. but I just feel like it's all it's all too soft. And this is what I've said: like, white people are not ready yet yeah. to literally confront the horrors of racism. You're not because no. if you were, you would be. They would be reading some serious, serious material. You wouldn't be watching all those stupid movies. Yes, that yeah. Help all of this, all of that. Like get get into some documentaries. Yes, go and, go and learn properly. Really, get into some real documentaries and read some books and actually confront. Because I was talking to a colleague about it, and she was really a white colleague. She was really honest. She said that she, when she tried to, you know, learn a bit more about racism, she was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Like she read about what was going on, and she said that she felt too embarrassed, so she kind of just recoiled. And I was just like, well. I think that, again, just shows your privilege. You can yeah. peek into it yeah. and be like, oh my gosh, this is really bad. Close that door and and, and, and keep keep moving. And that's it. And that's what someone, I think that I've seen a couple of posts like that, like um, white privilege is being able to um, just kind of see something and do a, a square that other people have been living. Like this is other right. people, you can just use the hashtag, but people have been living this. Right. And that's very, very different. But I saw that Serena's husband is um, given up his chair. I think he's a chair. One the of Reddit the, board. Yeah, yeah, the Reddit board. Um, and he wants it given to a black person in his place. He's hoping that that's what they do. But I'm just like, but if the board is all white, why do you want to go and subject a black person to their to madness? Yeah. So there's some things that people are just doing in a reactionary way. And I know that people were commending him and they were like, this is true allyship this is this this is that but you also have to think of duty of care i'm just waiting for this freaking ice um ice cream van to to disappear you would think we didn't have double blazing you know oh it's because we opened the window oh, yeah the window's open to keep to keep the heat out um oh, no he's Good really boring. going with it <laughs> i'm not even going to edit this out because he really wants people to come and buy ice cream on this cloudy day okay dairy okay dairy when are they going to have like non-dairy ice cream vans I'm not interested in only dairy stuff. You know how I'm with the, that stuff. But you like the things that I make. But yeah, you have to trick me into 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 eating it. That's like <laughs> you know with the chocolate cake. Did you make that with non dairy stuff as well? Yeah, that was that was non dairy. That was a vegan chocolate cake. Oh wow. Yeah, I did say it had a bit of an aftertaste. No, it didn't have an aftertaste because <laughs> you're forcing it. You're forcing it. Forcing it. But no, I saw that and I just thought that that was interesting. We maybe need to have more conversations about what we mean when we're trying to do allyship. Like what, there's a duty of care. Like what are you sub- subjecting people to essentially? So that also matters, but whatever. The last one for So You Mad is that lay there, I think, who did I see? The woman with a sign at the protest that says, I love black dicks. So oh. you'll hear me speak. Oh. 
Do you know what it is? Is that she sat, she was on Twitter when all of us made the point about all, oh, well, all the white girls that like black dicks. Yeah. She thought it would be cute or like endearing to Aww. maybe put that message on. But I just feel like it just goes to show like that is all you see. Yeah. So if you didn't like black dicks, then you wouldn't be protesting. You wouldn't be out in oh, the streets. It's just like horrible. So are you here to kind of see which black guys are out and about? That's what she was doing. And if you even look at that picture, the way she's dressed, like she's on the prowl. She was on the prowl for some more. She was recruiting for, and I'm telling you, all the all my black brothers out there, do not, do not stay far away. And she didn't even need to, she didn't even need to have that message just from that hairstyle and the yeah. way she, you know, she uses a, a slightly darker Wait, foundation. Well, I, I'm aware of what we, you like. We already know what you like. It's always them white girls, literally. It's always them white girls. It's the short blood edgy cut as edgy well. Cut, usually asymmetrical or asymmetrical. <laughs> like we we're aware. Thanks, babes, for making it so clear to us. Oh, like thank you so so much. Ridiculous. But I just thought that that was again like the way that black men are reduced to their genitalia. Like all and and some of them were like, oh, don't speak out for us. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, black men were black men. That's what I'm going to say. I just thought, oh, sorry, sir. All right, continue. Sorry. There you go. So don't want to interrupt. There was even one, you know, the girls that Aloni called out. Yeah. Um, I think one of the girls, Christina, something like that. Anyway, she put out a tweet kind of addressing it. And a black guy actually said to her, You don't have to apologize. <laughs> you don't have to do this. People need to understand. People. And I'm just like, Do you know what? <sighs> yeah. I just, now I expect it. Now I expect it. I expect at least three black men to come and cake. Wow, um, I, I, we cap it there. Anything more than that, we start dragging. But <laughs> that you have to, you have to expect. They, they, they have to be there now. So. It's their right. Yeah, so it's their right. Like, oh, okay, it's, it's it's their right to white. So we have got to <laughs> let them have it. There you go. Um. All right. Cool. So then, on straw of the week, aka um, suck your mum. It's what I've been seeing about the way that police have really been behaving um towards protesters around the world, but primarily London. When I saw them horses. I don't, I don't, people are standing there singing, you know, say, you know, speaking out, not coming at you. And then you decide that you're going to charge at them. But is it the horse or the queen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who are we, because that horse looked like they were just acting for themselves. Yeah. They were just literally, but that was a bit, did you see the video when, they, the, when guy got, the pole? Well, you know, when you that do clownery. Oh, I can't come back to the back, but <laughs> that was quite nasty to see though. I, like, all seriousness, I hope they're okay. That's, well, that you know. Oof. Because that's why they. I still don't know why horses are being used. I don't. I Maybe don't someone can clarify that for me. Because I'm surprised that you, Peter, lot haven't been jumping down their throats about not using horses. What Peter said. <laughs> yes. Can we quickly check? Just before we, please. This battery's oh, low. Okay. Let me have a look. I really want to know what Peter is saying, but, just to see if they're talking. If they mentioned anything. No, about they only it. like to conflate racism with um, eating chickens. Like that's that's their favorite. Anything oh. else? Did oh, they say something? Oh, they go in with support UK black-owned vegan restaurants. I like that. Okay. Then they come with um, Peter stands firmly with the movement to eradicate white supremacy, racism, and injustice. As an organization that harnesses the power of protest, we support the right of all to assemble in a free country. We stand for an end to oppression. Black Lives Matter. Peter, you better. They better remember you that. Better. They better remember you better. that. Because, because when they were when they were running on the runways to, to drag people <laughs> and do all of that, we need that same energy from you, man. Because you they and they they've been the most radical when it comes yes. to protesting. So they'll put up they literally put up pictures of a, um, someone being lynched and then they'll put a chicken next to it. And I'm just like Right. There you what? go. So no, they're 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 wild people, but I'm glad that they they at least feel some kind of way. But I just noticed that um, I was told that they the police are um, allegedly uh, arresting prote- protesters for breaking social distancing. 
That's that's the club for NHS. And when they were they were fine, that, yeah, they were fine. And when they were doing that parade on the road, do you not remember the when V they had Day? The road? Yeah, yeah, V Day. They, they were, were fine doing, with yeah. that, but people are protesting. Oh, because they don't want to be killed. Yeah, and they want an end to racism. That's when you want to start handing out social distancing orders. You know who's waiting for a social distancing order? Dominic Cummings. Because <laughs> when... <laughs> come gate, <laughs> right? You were driving up and down, up and down to Durham. But when they came to your parents' home, they didn't give you anything. They didn't give you a warning. They didn't give you anything. You were fine. But it's, it's the black people assembling to sort of, to, to speak out against the atrocities that they face and this systemic and institutional oppression that they face that you're like, no, no, no we're going to... Is that not... Is that not reiterating the whole point of this? Right. Is that not the case? And, and I see it from a point of view where it's like, before any black person going out and protesting this right now, shout out to you. Like, yeah. you are legit. Risking your world, life. Yes, based on what the world tells us, you're risking your life. Yeah. So, no. I see that John Boyega was out. Anthony Joshua had, was yeah, out. Yeah, was out. <laughs> Madonna was there. Madonna was there. Don't piss me off. Don't piss. Madonna was there and then someone, someone had, like, the, the camera in their face. was like, Madonna! Madonna! And you could just see her there talking to black men, like, Oh, uh-huh. well, here we go. And... Mm. Yeah, but it's it was just weird to see. It's weird to see that to, to have seen her there, and then West from um How to Get Away with Murder. Oh yeah, I've seen him. He a few was times there as the well. Bit. He might even get arrested because he's on camera actually chalking the wall ah. with, with, with a message. So hopefully he's. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I hope I hope he is okay. But it's trash chalk, isn't it? Yeah, they can wipe it off. I thought that this was rather interesting. Um, it says here, breaking hours after he praised police for their restraint. <laughs> An officer struck police board president Gian Foreman five times with a baton <laughs> at a protest. Good. You when on. you do clownery, because at the end of the day, you are a black man and this this officer didn't know that you were the president of Rare, Rare, Rare and still whacked you up. You see how it works? Right. Because you can't succeed your way out of institutional oppression and systemic oppression. You and they can't. showed you that. And they showed you that five times, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you five times to show you that. Someone tweeted... <laughs> I'm not saying that he deserved it, but I'm saying that God's I'm it's saying that God's always right. I'm saying that God's timing is always right. <laughs> I know where they got that from. That's hilarious. I want to give straw of the week to that um to the mayor of uh, Minneapolis. So I don't know if you saw the video, but he they were doing like a big big crowd or whatnot. He was in the middle of the crowd and the lady who was leading the protest, she said, guys, let's be quiet. Remember, this guy is up for election next year. Mm. Let's find out what his views are on defunding the police. Yeah. Yes or no, are you going to defund the police? Now, even before he even got to answer that question, he was giving some political ramble and all of yeah. this, all of that. They were like, no, answer the question, yes or no. He, he had the infantry. Yeah. Which even, I won't even call it infantry because that's how he felt. He said, no. They literally, they ran him out of that crowd. Wow. It was, it was so nice to see. Like, it was literally... Because like, why are you here? Why are you here? Like, and even with Justin Trudeau, who I actually like, the PM of, of yeah. Toronto, you're kneeling for something you can fix. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What are you guys doing? Yeah. It's all performative. So, no, for, for me anyways... I've, I've heard, I've deep. heard that Trudeau... Um, isn't always as he seems like he he knows that in comparison to everybody else he doesn't look as bad yes right and so his citizens are like don't don't buy it absolutely because he's he's another he's just cute you mm. know and absolutely. even toronto even came with that blackface situation as well i don't know if you saw yes that. exactly so yeah toronto we, we see you, you know. And so, um, and then was this this David Evanett situation? Did I save that? I was going to talk about um, Dave and ba- Dane Bowers 
moving mad, but I don't have time for him. He can stay where he is. Leah Michelle from Glee, people were coming at her. That was random. I didn't see that in her. Yeah, they were saying that she said that she was going to shit in a black girl's wig and all of this stuff. I just thought, oh, okay. So literally everybody was moving mad. So this girl called Betty, she says, guys, I wrote to my local MP asking him to write to the transport minister to reopen the Belly Mujinga investigation. And he literally just told me all lives matter. And the MP she wrote to is for Bexley Heath, was it? Um, Called David Evanet. And he said, yeah, he said, I write in response to your further email regarding Belly Mujinga. I would firstly advise that all lives matter, regardless of individuals, ethnicity, gender, religion, and sexual orientation. White people really think that they're doing bits when they make that statement. Did you not hear what I just... everyone. They love everyone. But you just so happen to accidentally ostracize this particular group of people all at the time. Right. Okay. And the government's number one priority is to protect the public health of every single person in our country. That's not true. I would also advise that a person's ethnicity does not determine the response they receive from myself. Mm. Mm. And I was shocked by your final baseless comment. Right. I think that that was the part that got me baseless. But this is what I'm thinking. Like, There's bare professional people who should be professional right now who are all moving mad, whether you're a journalist, whether you're an MP. you, You don't know how to take your feelings out of situations. And it's usually concerning black women. Look at life. Black women just rile you up that much that you forget any code of conduct that you're meant to have and you just decide to move mad. To call it baseless as well. I think it's such a slap in the face. Right. That means you yourself, you don't even, you don't, you don't believe in it. You, you don't. know that already, but you don't. You don't. Your baseless you ref- comment. you refuse to see it. But I think that the CPS said that they're going to look at the evidence, but they're not going to reopen the case. I've heard that they're reopening the case. Well, I hope that they do. And um, I saw that the case was getting reopened and people were, they're, they're looking into it and whatnot. And, for me, from when they're able to jail someone for spitting at a police officer and yes. claiming that they had coronavirus, they should have jailed that person um, that that did the same to Belly. Yes, and, and I think that's is is so for me for and Belly Belly's case is a case of just simple justice. Yes, someone did something to her. It caused her to be sick. Yes, yeah. that is simple, simple justice. There's yeah. no debating it, but we're having to fight it. Because again, black women are the most like li- the least protected, and this is part of the problem. And they tell us, "Oh, we saw the CCTV; nothing happened. Place closed, back done." And that's why people are especially trying to loud it up for Breonna Taylor now. Like, um, you know, they were loud in it up before, but it's her twenty seventh birthday went past, and everyone was like, "Don't forget her. Don't forget the fact that we also need the we need energy to make sure that the police who are accountable, like you, rolled up into someone's yard and just shot, 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 shot." Nah, 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 nah. We need justice for her too. That that, that situation kind of gives me goosebumps because it's like that happened in March. Right. Yes. And 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 it's only because this happened that we're like, oh, talking about yeah, yeah. we could have not, we could have not known about it at all. No, it's it's absolutely it's rank it's rank and I don't like it. I'm gonna see what we've got for for letters for so uh, straw of the week because I might have actually just covered the whole thing. (laughs) Um. Uh, uh, straw nomination. Uh, okay, I'll come to that. I think next week. Racism in the church and abuse of power. Good afternoon, Kalechi. My name is Lolas, and I hope you are well. I'm writing to you to request your help. But before I do that, please may I just once more reiterate my most sincere apology to you for violating your request to only be contacted about things via email and not DM. I'm the one who did so about an hour ago this morning. Oh, sorry, I, I sent you to restricted. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna I'll think that I'll I'll unrestrict because you've realized. Okay, cool. In my desperation, I had a lapse of judgment and I sincerely apologize to you. I accept. Thank you. I was wondering if you could please lend your voice to some events that have taken place within my church for almost three decades. I'll insert a link here as to what exactly happened. 
I'm more than happy to have further discussion if you're able to. Um, may I almost uh, may I please state that I fully stand in every sense of the word. You have made black women like me feel fully seen and heard, and you've been doing the work. I'm sorry to have to bother you with this, but I don't know what else to do or where else to turn as a black woman. Please, if there's any way possible. Can you lend your voice to this situation? The outcry and the pain is unbearable. And I and many others would be appreciative if you could help us. Thank you so much and card, uh, kind regards. So um, they've got, uh, I think he's the pastor. I'm just having a look here. Pastoring through the Corona crisis. Okay, girl. Um, so this is their pastor and he's... Um, I've made in my 30 he's put up this post saying in my 35 years of leadership I have made many wrong decisions but one stands out so much worse than all of the others this is my personal apology to one of our young black adults from our black community in Sheffield who reached out to me her name is Steph um Dear Steph, firstly, I want to thank you for the kindness of your question and your heart behind it. There's no doubt that what we did as was wrong in the way entirely to address the issue of keeping our church reflective of a metropolitan, a multicultural inner city church reaching the whole city. It not only hurt so many black people who already carry the scars and wounds of marginalization and suppression, but also tried in the wrong way to stop white people with their white superiority and inbuilt racism heading to almost an all white churches instead of ours. We wanted to be more interracial, yet that's not the desire of a lot of white people. The greatest enemy of our church has been the marginalization of it by white people, period. It's been at the heart of my sadness and anger for years. The answer to present ourselves as more multicultural by widening the people mix on teams was hurtful, harmful and destructive to people um, or group already in the throes of a lifetime of oppression. I sincerely and deeply repented before the Lord and apologized publicly, but not at all deeply or specifically enough for the biases against black people. In the tirade of pain, a number of black people left the church. For this, I am deeply sorry. It was my fault. And in answer to your question, I must not have empowered the black people close to me enough to speak out fully and completely. This is also deeply wrong, especially as my number one role is to be an empowerer. I failed. I've remained utterly appalled by the orientation and prejudices of our society. Yet now, through the murder of George Floyd, have made a hugely belated public stand to always be on the side of the oppressed and the abused and the neglected. Um, I have and won't stop drinking in the sense of uh, drinking in the sense of injustice for a long time that has caused the black world to bleed for generations. Okay, poet. If I could cause the sun to stand still right, if I could cause the sun to stand still right now, I would. It's powerfully changing me. I'm so sorry for ever standing on the tracks of neutrality. It's an evil thing to do. My commitment isn't to be isn't to not be a racist, but to stand against it with all of my heart. Jen, my wife, has always stood for the oppressed and city hearts were set up to reorient the world against murder and abuse. I can feel the Lord taking me on a new pathway of discovery, burden and knowledge for the black community and its unbelievably deep issues. I'm not going to stop and I'm an action person. So after this period of mourning and immense pain felt by so many, um, it will lead us to a new place of freedom and hope. Again, I deeply apologize, Pastor Dave. Um, 
Steph also asked me about my statement about raising up more black leaders in the church and in our community and nation. She asked how I intended to do that. This was my response. In answer to your question, my life is devoted to raising up leaders. I've created an internship program that I've invested thousands of hours in over 30 years. I'm going to be far more gracious with any trauma that emerges from the past and be more sensitive to any triggers that disassociate black people from continuing on the path of discipleship. I'm going to find some of the root issues. He even used prayer hands for each bullet point and why more black people don't come onto it and try to heal or speak on these issues. I'm going to get more behind those who are going straight into public life and encourage their voice all the way. I'm going to identify, encourage and equip and send out more black leaders in all of our locations to plant churches. Please pray for me. I feel the weight of this and I want to do my best for Jesus and our black community. So what I'm garnering for that is that he's been moving mad for a long time. Yeah, it sounds like at one point he tried to get more white people Yes, but did you remember that from Greenleaf when they partnered with um another church, yes, a white, white church, church, or they got taken over by like um like the um some the kind of white season, yeah. yeah, and they wanted to bring more white people in to to mix it up, but it's just like but we've been doing it this year, way for years. Why do you want to do that? And what will what will doing that achieve? Right, but you're bringing them in because otherwise you're not going to fund this church, is what you're saying. Right. Like the, you're not going to do things to uplift and, and to beautify this church unless. if we unless white people come in to make it worthwhile. And these are the things that are overlooked. And I'm glad that in this is what I keep saying. The anger is so righteous. You need to find me that angry black woman thing that she said when that journalist said <laughs> journalist, oh. like the angry black woman yeah. thing is not yeah, my yeah, brand. Yeah. So you know me enough to know that angry black woman is my brand, but you know otherwise whatever. Um, but I claim joyful black woman. I believe that we should all use our anger to, and, and so we create space for joy, but you're not going to just label me as an angry black woman. You're very mad. Um, but yeah, back to this church issue. Yeah. You, I'm glad that in every sector, everybody is using this time to make people accountable for the atrocities that they have done and, 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 and the violences that they have inflicted for years. You're not just going to pretend that you're going to hashtag, um, black lives matter and make your, um, your square black. And then that's the end of the conversation. Stop performing and actually do the work. Yeah. Nobody wants your fucking performance. It's not an award ceremony, like do the work. So I'm glad this pastor, he seems to have like really broken down and really gotten what people are asking of him. But I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it did it did seem like he he captured the essence of the message he was you know being told. But I just at the same time, it's like, you know, the for for Steph, it was Steph was the one that wrote. Yeah, it to yeah, him, right? yeah. And Steph is like, how how is Steph now meant to deal with her anger now? Because you already did that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah, know. like you've done it. The yeah, wound is there. Done, there. The wound is there. And you like, ignored us for years when right, we're saying, we're to, you, saying like, to you, but now because I've called you out so blatantly, you can't ignore that you've now been called out and now you're putting out statements. And, I was, and we called you out during this time. Yes. I think, it's, I think it's also like, you would expect the church to be the only place you don't have to play but, politics. But you how? I mean? But how? The church is political in and of itself. The church was used as the mechanism to enslave Millions of people. And keep them there. And keep them there till this day. Mm. They, you, you brought the church, you brought the Bible. Isn't that what they're saying? You took our land. Like you, this was the whole point. And it's through the Bible or your perception or your um, con, um, how you could, uh, per, uh, perceive the Bible that you told us that we were lesser and you were naturally greater. All things white and beautiful, all creatures great and small. You said all things white and beautiful. It wasn't bright and beautiful. You said white and they beautiful. Changed you changed it later. <laughs> It changed it later. It not this, like, it, 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 like it, it, this millennium, right? Changed it. So 
this people were singing that like you truly believe that you are superior to everybody else and you've and it's been embedded in the kind of christianity that you purport uh-huh. so by just by that alone the church is problematic and the church is inherently racist just by that and that needs to be addressed i'm not coming for anybody's spirituality like do what you're doing but we have to know that are you interrogating your brand of christianity that you're that you're taking around because I would challenge you and say that it's that particular brand of Christianity that you're carrying around that is the problem. Yes. The, the Bible has so much for us. I was reading Psalm 27 the other day and I just cried because I was just like, how did I not understand what was being said in Psalm 27 all of this time? Because it talks about the temple, but the temple is already within us. Like there are so many things that are there that are very, very clear, but it's other people that have misconstrued the thing to do what they want to do. But the Bible is very clear. The Bible constantly asks you, stay present. Any personification that you see of God in the Bible that's wrathful, that's this, that's ego. That's ego deciding that this is what's punishable. God doesn't roll like that. God has never, ever rolled like that. And that's why a new age of people came in the New Testament to be like, mm, I don't think that God, mm, I'm, I'm not quite sure about what you're saying there. Same way that we are coming and unlearning and saying that, nah, this is how you lot used to do it, but this is different now. And that's the whole premise of Jesus. The same way to, to, to get you to think about the old ways that you've behaved and let them go and move forward into it. Like that is, Jesus was literally a teacher, like a literally a spiritual teacher. So people don't consider those aspects. So they just like, oh, well, I'm just going to follow blindly. Don't follow blindly. Question your church and your church needs to be accountable for you. If you're going to continue going to these pastors and going into these institutions, they need to be accountable to you. And they need to make sure that they're changing their practices and they're just not perpetuating um, um, this brand of Christianity that black people are always there waiting, infantilizing us and saying that they will be the one to read the Bible to us. And people aren't progressing within, you know, the actual structure of the church. That's mad. Mad. So um, I feel for you all. And I'm glad that Steph like put that heat under his ass. And because so, change needs to change needs to happen, we we're not rolling with nonsense anymore. No shit leaders. No, no shit, shit leaders. leaders. We're done. Whether it's governmental, whether it's whatever, we're done with it. What are you thinking? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think it's it's it's. I would personally, if I was Steph, I'd move churches. Yeah. But you know, she must have something there, and she and I feel like she wouldn't reach out and make make out make this a thing if she didn't love that church. So yeah, you know, I understand, but. I'm just I'm 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 at the stage of my life where I'm only going where I feel comfortable. I'm yeah, not, I'm not I'm not negotiating anymore. I'm not no more. I'm going where I'm celebrated, and yeah. if you don't want to celebrate me, then you can move. And this is why I don't even get why people are surprised when I block them. Oh my god, she blocked me. DM me to find out who just blocked me. Why are you always surprised when I block you? Like this is my space, and I can dictate what's happening here. Why again do you believe that black women must just stay somewhere and continually get hit? You know, you weren't directing your questions to me. You were talking about me and around me. And since you don't have the respect to address me directly, I can block you. So you're not entitled to black women's spaces. You're not entitled to our time. You're not just entitled to our labor. You should know that. And from the, for now, you should let people know, don't expect a response from you. Because I think that's what you do. You just, people email you and you're like, yeah, hi, sure. No one, not everyone can, can is guaranteed a response now. Yeah. Journalist or whatever it is you are, you're not guaranteed a response anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. it's that over-familiarity, it's that accessibility that people feel like they can just, 
yeah. move crazy. And that's what someone keeps bringing up with me or people around me keep bringing up with me. They're like, you have to consider how accessible you are. Like, um, because it's, it's meaning that some people are just like, oh, I'm going to go and trauma dump over there or I'm going to attack her about, with my insecurities and things that I haven't worked through. There has to be those boundaries. But at the same time, I, I honestly believe like I'm here for the people Them like, I want you to be able to, holler at me but we have to have boundaries and this is why I'm always like send me emails because them emails I open it in my own time I'm looking at the inbox and the inbox is mad that like, we've only covered a few things that people have sent in today so don't yeah don't be mad if I don't cover it and I'll, even if it's something that's happened you know I'll, I'll make it relevant when I bring it in to another week because I'll, I can always cover it next week but I think honestly that we're done because we've really been out here for a minute We've really yeah. been out here for a minute and Lev we, is we, not we, happy with you guys taking up his time. <laughs> no, he's not. But we got into some things though, which is good. Definitely yeah. We got into some things. But yeah, I mean, um, wow. Any update on the... On what? No, nothing. Oh, no. No. Oh, good, good. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel like we said what needed to be said mm-hmm. and um, will you come back next week? I'll have the mic for you then. Ooh. Okay. I think I think you should just come back until Korokoro is done. Okay, well, look, as as long as you guys want me here, I'll come. And, you know, I just wanted to say thank you to all the nice messages and responses I got after the last episode. It was really, really nice. I didn't expect it at all. And, uh, yeah, so as long as you guys want me to come back, I will be coming back. Thank you. That makes me very, very happy. It's good to have your energy because I honestly, I felt low and I know that people deserve their, you know, they deserve this, you know. So it's great to have you here because you always yes. balance me out. Don't know what I gonna do without you From the beginning to the end You've always been there right beside me So I call you my best friend <laughs> Well, anyway, that is it for this week I have been Kalechi Okafor I've been Sadiq And this has been SYM Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as what? What? <laughs> I was I was thinking about one person when I said that. I hope you caught that. You specifically, <laughs> you, you suck your mum, you. But no, that's it. So you can follow us on um at Collection of Coffee or at Say Your Mind Pod or at Sadiko JN. And um I'll add the captions. Oh, I need to remember all the captions. I'll add the captions to the link for Rachel and all of the wonderful people that have been mentioned in this episode. And that's it for this week. Peace. It's the Ben's Punani woman is baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Copy, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cops ready for the tea, we are go sippy here. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something, you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.